Hi everyone and welcome back to episode number 72 of the Couch on Ice podcast. Hope you guys had a good weekend. It's All-Star weekend. It was really fun watching some of the events, uh, even though I missed half of them. Uh, but luckily Chase and Jordan made up for it. They watched a lot of them too. But before we get dive into the All-Star game and some NHL news, I will throw it over to those boys. How about How is it going today, Chase? Oh, it is a wonderful, wonderful day, man. Absolutely wonderful. Been, uh, it is so nice out just, today. I went for a yeah. walk. I went for a walk this morning, which it like is so rare for me. I don't. I haven't taken a walk in weeks, <laughs> and so I just went for a walk this morning because I wo- I woke up early. I'm like, wow, it's so nice. So I went for a couple of walks and haven't been able to do that for the past couple of days. There's either too much snow yeah. or too much wind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it's actually like plus one, pretty yeah, epic. So epic! Yeah. You hitting that ODR after the pod? Oh, maybe. I yeah. guess. I don't know. <laughs> might, might be doing so. I'll practice, be, practice yeah. your blindfold Zegris goal or what? <laughs> That's what everybody. Yeah. On. Oh. Definitely not that. Not that. <laughs> try. Yeah, try and it. hit your face on the no. crossbar because you don't realize how close you are to the net. <laughs> No, definitely not. (laughs) Just skating full speed. I think I'm at the hash marks over the boards. (laughs) Honestly, never aspired to be able to do that move. That's for sure. Oh, man. I never knew (laughs) I wanted to do that move so bad until I saw that move. Like, I never saw that. And, like, I've never thought of anything of that. And I'm like... There's a lot of people that fucking, they got mad hands. They always doing spinny random stuff like that. Well, it's yeah, cool. but I'm just talking the blindfolded everything. It's he, cool. like, the fact he, he had see, full just control. Like, just like to... Peter LaFleur, he could see, man. <laughs> he could see. Still impressive. Yeah, no. Still. Oh, no. Even if he could see, it was still impressive. Even if it was blurred vision, I'm impressed. So. <laughs> yeah, man. It was so epic that he actually pulled that off. That's the best part is it was pulled. It's not the Perfect. fact that he tried that the move worked, but he didn't score. Oh. He scored. Like, he scored. So satisfying. So good. So satisfying. But anyways, uh, before we jump fully into the All-Star break, how about I throw it over to Jordan? He probably had the longest weekend of us all. How was your flight, man? You have no idea. <laughs> I was telling that to Kennedy's parents yesterday that you had a, like, were in the air or like at the airport for like six hours and in the air for the other six, or pretty much. It, and it got worse. Did it? Oh God! Let what? Well, let's hear it. What? What? I happened in the airport. I landed in Calgary. Um. So my flight went Reno to Seattle, Seattle to Calgary, Calgary to Regina, and yep. then home um so i landed in calgary and i went to get my boarding ticket and i tell the lady my flight and she's like oh that flight doesn't exist what? and she's like oh that flight got canceled oh so shit. instead of leaving at like 7 what? p.m um which would have been a four hour layover i had to wait to leave till 11 45 p.m Oh my god, dude. So I spent about nine hours in the airport. In the Calgary airport, Holy shit. The Calgary airport. Oh, that's so I know it, how that It was genuinely one of the worst days of my life. Like, and oh, it got I worse know. once I got back. So we got to Regina, and it was fucking shit. storming, like, blizzarding. Yeah. 
the drive from Regina to Moose Jaw, if you don't know, normally takes about 40 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Right. It took us two and a half hours. Wow. We got stuck behind a semi that was going like 15 to 20 (laughs) because it had two fucking uh, loads on it that it was hauling. Oh, God, man. And during that, another fucking semi blows by us and tries to pass us, almost sends us off into the ditch. My mom yeah, has to happened a lot this weekend. Horn. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, and apparently, um, it's a good thing we didn't have to go any farther than Moose Jaw because Karenport, which is just 15 minutes out of Moose Jaw, um, between here and there, two semis jackknifed and oh, blocked great. the whole highway. Oh great. So yeah, that no, sounds that like an experience. So I didn't get <laughs> home until four in the fucking morning. No, what's like the worst part about it is like you got stuck in Calgary Airport of mm-hmm. all airports. Like it couldn't have been Seattle. Like not that I've been in Seattle's airport. I've been to be Calgary, fair, so. I didn't have American money, so I was a little happy it was Calgary. Fair enough. Okay, that's fair. I I would assume you had American money with you still. So because like I would have just wanted to stay in Seattle for the sheer fact of they have better restaurants and fast food places in the states yeah, than they no, do in Canada. I, I wasn't even so I would have been happy to try that. Yeah, I, I got that. that. I would have just. Now. Yeah, I've been <laughs> definitely been stuck at <clears throat> Calgary Airport for way too long for some yeah. reason. Feels for like forever, man. At like, least it way... was Calgary and not Edmonton. I despise Edmonton <laughs> Airport. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The, the, I guess you did. A, you at least played some games and shit. They had that one game room set up. I think. I was, yeah. I, I Honestly, think I spent. You know what? I binge watched Boba Fett. <laughs> Oh yeah. Nice. nice. I watched every episode of Boba Fett that they've released. Was it sweet? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah, we yeah. yeah, yeah. when I first watched the first episode, I was like, eh, this seems kinda lame, but it definitely gets better. So Yeah. I got I almost got in trouble because I almost started it without Kennedy because I was like, It's <laughs> like fuck, why am I waiting for her? <laughs> like, this is my show. <laughs> this is my show. I wanna see this. She does too. But like and then I told her, I was like, I was like I hovered on it and I almost clicked it and she like flipped on me. So good thing I didn't watch her or else I would have been sleeping on the couch and watching episode two. Um, but, <laughs> but, but should we dive in some hockey boys? I think we yes, don't yeah, long yeah. enough on your hell experience trip. Yeah. So let's dive Genuinely, off. <laughs> the worst day I've had in as long as I can remember. Well, but, should we talk okay. about another bad wow. day like Wednesday? <laughs> Uh, it's definitely not the worst, but yeah, we can talk uh, about it. <laughs> let's say a bad hockey day for you. You can kick it off. Why don't you talk about the middling average capitals right now, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great one. We started off with uh, Sammy getting pulled after allowing three out of four shots in. Man, so like, you guys' goaltending cannot have a streak of games consistent. No, but <laughs> At all I was happy. Year. We, we brought in Phoenix Copley, and he stopped 21 of 22. So at least we brought in a goalie that could save something. Can, uh, but, like, I was, three I was, down was still a shitty fucking way to go. No, what's crazy good. about this? Sorry, Sorry, just something crazy about the Caps. Uh, they have four goalies better than the team you played and lost to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fukali, Samsonov, uh, Phoenix Copley, and Banachek are probably better than... All of Edmonton's goalies, so that's kind of interesting. But sorry, yeah, Jer- sorry to cut you off, Chase. Great, but he made twenty-four saves, so I guess they hey, were... he made more saves than fucking 
Samson off, so oh, I don't God, think you yeah. can be upset about yeah, that. Yeah, like I was just surprised that they started Samson off. Like he put, played the day before, I thought yeah. it was. Well, he was um, subbed in after a bit, so I guess giving him a real start. I don't know. Plus, like Vanacek. Yeah, because it was only like Vanacek got pulled right away uh, in that last game, yeah. just like Samsonov did. So, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. He technically played a full game last mm-hmm. game, and like, no, obviously, right. like, what? Well, yeah, might as well just roll goalies now the way your goalies play. <laughs> well, I think they're also in a different been... boat. Like, they can play two goalies, so that makes it easier to play a guy back to back. Not that I think mm-hmm. it's. I agree with you. I don't agree with playing goalies back to back nights unless you are desperate. Um, but yeah, no, I understand. I guess the Caps are kind of a little desperate, just feeling it a little bit. Just they're struggling not right being now. As good as yeah, they, they were. they've they've definitely struggled the past. What would you say, Jordan? Month? Yeah, you, like so. not, and I'm not saying struggled as in like Philadelphia. Yeah, like, we're, yeah, we're <laughs> they're not still like they're still a real Washington. hockey team. Okay, we're not like giving up a Washington at all. Yeah, they're we're, they're we a good team. A lot of goals still. Yeah, oh yeah, it, you guys just have nights where you just don't show up, and guess who doesn't? Who else does that and is out of a playoffs? Was Winnipeg? So I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. So no. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else as on long the game? As we make playoffs and show up, then that's when it counts. Yeah. Well. Once every 10 years seems to happen. But anyway, do you want to dive deep into the Oilers' uh, Caps game? Anything on the Oilers you want to talk about? Some good stuff? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I was surprised by the defense this game. Yeah. Uh, they were they were launching a lot of pucks up to the to the guys like Dreisaitl and McDavid. Yeah, Dreisaitl like, uh, is starting to pick it up a lot more. After that Calgary game, he's kind of got mm-hmm. his ears going again. Yeah, it was it was just nice to see. I I really like those long, long passes. I'm always a fan of those. Yeah, uh, stretch so it's passes. It's nice to see guys like Cody CC fucking <laughs> launching them up the ice. Who the thunk it, Cody CC? <laughs> yeah, best and then puck moving defenseman doing that his whole career. So, and Evan Bouchard's gonna be doing it for the rest of his. So. Yeah, exactly. So for the next six years, and then yeah. While we're while we're on the topic, and I have been saying, I know we brought him up a lot lately. But, like, Evan Bouchard is, like, he's always been one of my favorite prospects, like, coming up, even before he was drafted by Edmonton. Like, I love this guy. He's not a great skater at times, seeming. Or it doesn't look like he's a great skater, but I think he's a good defenseman. Like, he is just getting better and better and better as the season's going on this year. Like, I'm just so impressed with him coming in and, I don't know if it's a rookie year. We debated that last podcast and still didn't find the answer. Um, I think we <laughs> determined he's not a rookie. But, like, it's just I'm very impressed with him when their defense is as bad as it is and he's as good as he's been. They've they've given him a big opportunity and he's absolutely relished it. Yeah. Well, first power play is really nice to get to or at least... Especially when you've got guys like McDavid and Dreisaitl on it (laughs) it And Hyman in front of the net. Yeah, I'd I'd take those three on my power play as a quarterback. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, with with it, Hyman. Hyman said after the game, he was like, yeah, it was nice for once to actually have four full lines. Yeah, and I actually looked at their lineup and was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, actually playing Fogel on the fourth line and stuff like they actually yeah. have twelve players. Like, actually, it's probably the first time I've seen twelve players roster. Oh yeah, an Edmonton team in like my life. Well, you honestly. know what? Hyman and Nugent Hopkins have been linking up like they were meant to play together. Yeah, that's uh, that's been a big talk about what 
the Oilers are going to look like after the, right like after I, the All Star like break. And, game, yeah. It looked like they knew exactly where each other were. They were they were playing together. It well, and like. and also like it's I'm not saying this is an insult by any means, but it's just facts. Like he's playing third line minutes, Hyman and Nugent Hopkins. You're playing against players like Eller, Sprong, Sheary. Yeah. Like like I'm not saying they're not good players, but when you're a top, both top six players, you should be doing good against those. And I'm glad they are. Like we've talked about Edmonton's depth for how long and how long have they not had a third C and like, it's mm-hmm. nice Perfect. that it's showing they can make four lines or three at least. Yeah, um, exactly. Stretch things out. But yeah, no, I yeah, just, no, I, I like, their, I'm happy, but. Yeah, it's not interesting. Their lineup combinations now, uh, right now I'm seeing they have Kane, McDavid, and Yamamoto together, yep. which is kind of str- strange in a sense. Yamamoto's been Yamamoto's a little here nor there, there, but. I, that's the best way to get him going, though. Hey, and put him with the best player in the world and a very talented power forward. And one yeah, of the some... best gamblers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Just, don't, just don't let him bring him to the casino. He's fine. Exactly. exactly. Keep Kane away from the casino. Keep him on the ice and he's good. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kane can uh, teach Yamamoto how to take risks. Uh, their second line is dry title <laughs> with... Uh, Ryan McLeod and Paul Yarvi on the wings, and I then like, like you guys line. were saying, I really like that line. By the way, I like that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they also got like you said, Nuge and Hyman and Ryan, Ryan, Derek Ryan together. Yeah, and then Fogel, Devin Shore, and Cassian. <laughs> they got their Travis Boyd, their nice. Nick Dowd, yeah. Devin Shore yeah. down there. So beautiful. That's the good fourth line. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cassian's looking actually. I don't. Oh, right. no I love Cassian on that fourth line. Uh, I don't love the money on that fourth line. Yeah, I don't him like as his a paycheck, but yeah. I like him. Third, fourth line, <laughs> Cassian no is a really good player because he can score ten to fifteen goals, like no problem. Um, yeah, and he brings a great physical presence, obviously. Yeah. Now, um, I'm gonna say some negative things about this next player, but I don't want people to be like, "Oh, comes black. He's barely been there. Oh, this bullshit." And like, he's young. All this shit. Warren Fogel's not been good enough. And I understand he's been there six months, short time. I expected so much more out of him because there were so many teams interested in him when he was available. And Edmonton landed him. I was like, this is perfect. They got a second, third line winger who's big and strong and can win puck battles. Like, they needed this. And I just haven't seen it, unfortunately, yet. And and at the start of the year, he was... The reason the reason he's not on Carolina right now is because he wanted an elevated role and they weren't going to give it to him because they were already stacked in their top six, eh? and he wanted a better chance of a top six role. Top six or a chance of it. Yep. Yeah, I feel you, man. Because I was I was pretty stoked. I love the acquisition, but I do. I still playing this year. Um, it's yeah. I'm not. I'm not as. Yeah, not, not good enough. Exactly. Yep. You were traded for Ethan Bear, who is already and has been a good defenseman. So absolutely, yeah, definitely losing prospect as well. Yeah, definitely yeah. losing this year, but yeah, no. And like I said, I don't. I'm not gonna jump conclusions. Be like, this is an awful signing. Blah blah blah. Like, I think he's gonna work it out. Um, maybe not yeah. be a first second liner like permanently, but I think he could definitely jump in as a Swiss Army knife all the time. Yeah. And you never um, truly know with those depth kind of guys, right? Yeah, exactly. Guys come in at like 28, 29 years old and just be wicked fourth or third nope. liners. That is, that is exactly it. And he's 25. He's got lots of time to grow. He's exactly. on a good yeah. contract, honestly, like 2.7. 
five. Like that's that's pretty good for a player like Fogel. Yeah, and um, realistically, so, you can bury that if he completely falls out. It's tradable easily, easily tradable contract if you are that undesirable from him. But I don't see him getting to that. Yeah, point I don't feel world that happens. But yeah, like I just had, I just wanted to point him out because I want more. I want him yeah. to prove more. Uh, Perlini's been pretty good when he's jumped in, actually. So I would like to see him play. Especially when he's jumped yeah. into the media booth. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I, there's a couple of things with this team. Obviously, there's lots of problems, but yeah, they're doing better. They're doing right? a lot better. And I know it's one game, and the All-Star break tends to break streaks, but... No, well, it's not as... like McDavid put in a whole hundred percent effort at the All Star break. So. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, be- better effort than like the Pro Bowl game in the NFL. Yeah, I heard the Pro a... Bowl game. Heard about Man, that. is that like hard to watch? Like, why do they do this? Like, it's yeah, actually weird. Like, they show they're showing you that this is pointless. And yeah, it just keeps oh, happening yeah, over here. All over. Every like at least the NHL said, okay, well, if if everybody doesn't care, then we'll just create some dumb random event to have fun at. Like, yeah, the NFL is like, no, we're we're still doing the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, but that's because they make so much money that they can afford to make so many mistakes, and people come back for the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, they make no. all their money up in a year, pretty much, from that Super Bowl game. Seemingly. Oh well, so if you can have seventy to a hundred thousand fans at your games, like yeah. yeah, you're probably making good money. By the way, like while we're on the subject, I know we're going off a lot of tangents. Expect that today. Um, but did you do you know what the cheapest ticket is to the Super Bowl this year? Oh, one thousand. I'm thinking it's like the well, it's not quite that much, but it's like a couple hundred bucks for like. The cheapest, cheapest the ticket, the, yeah, worst the worst ticket, team. is like three, four hundred bucks. I saw. Wow. The most expensive <laughs> is like, um, I want to say like eight grand or more, or no, it's probably way more actually. I think it was like twenty yeah. grand. I think it was like twenty grand for like the really, really good seats there. And football games suck to watch live. Like I don't even understand. <laughs> they yeah, suck, old. but they're better on TV. I find. Um, but yeah, they no, can that's be. Just it's it could be even better on TV. That's the funny yeah, part. Yeah, you just had, like, see a lot more. Yeah, it's, like it's the angles, right? Like, it's yeah. if you're so far away in a football game, it sucks live. It really does. Because you can't see anything. You're basically just hearing people scream, and you see someone get a touchdown, and that's about it. Yeah, and, and so, you're freezing your ass off the yeah. whole time for nothing. Yeah, you, you at least uh, don't have to watch the commercials. You get to yep. stand there in awkward silence with everybody while yeah. it's going on. But <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Commercials uh, are beer time. Oh, yeah. dude. Like NFL is bad. Like that. Like I thought. I thought the NHL was bad a long time ago. Hey, like no, not not even close, man. The NFL doesn't even play the game. Like that's it's crazy. It's like twelve. Like they don't play the game. Hey, like I can't remember what that stat was. It was like twelve minutes or something of actual gameplay throughout the whole game. Really? Like oh. like of actual action. It was it was ridiculously low. To what, That's stupid. Because like obviously they waste so much time from just yeah. the clock running down and just the like clock running hunting, down the... hunting the like you can like not count punting it sometimes because they just do a fair catch so nothing happens. Um, and then they there's like you get your field goal and then you kick it after that and it's like two a commercial in between each thing and it's it's like 10, 20 minutes yeah. go by. It's so it's stupid. So like I it's hate so that the last two minutes of a football game is a is a half an hour. That that no sports game should be two minutes long on the clock, but take half an hour. 
Yeah, just got those timeouts so, and shit and everything. Yeah. yeah. I they should make a rule where at the end of the game you can't like waste time or something like that. Where you have yeah. to like the clock does uh, stops. Like, where the clock I, at the two minute mark it stops every play. Honestly, it's like, like half that. of football is like the end of that and the whole yeah. that is like the game of football is that it can happen. Everything, so much can happen at the end of the game mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You can win so, a game as long as you're within a touchdown. You can win a game. So, in the like, last two for some reason. Reason. well, I remember yeah. that Super Bowl where Brady was down. Was it to Atlanta? Maybe that by like yep, twenty-eight yep. to three or whatever. Yeah, it was. They were ridiculous. Atlanta they were was killing the like first half, ton. and they yeah, won yeah. by what was it? Touchdown? And then they won. Or like ten yeah. points or something crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's just the fact that like yeah. killing time just Sucks. kills me. You know, it does. like it's bullshit. That's, that's, that's games, game, I hate it. <laughs> that's a game plan in like football is to kill time and like waste mm-hmm. the first. Like the first quarter. Do you watch? Do you need to watch the first quarter of like ninety no. percent of games? No. 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 Not at all. Nothing happens. Like nothing actually, happens. nothing happens. Maybe a um, touchdown or a field goal. Like they'll get one team will yeah, get those, decent range, and that's yeah, it. There's a there's that one percentage of teams, yep. a small percentage of teams that'll blow up in the first quarter. That's about it. Like that was the game you needed to watch in the first quarter. Yeah, but, if like, you're playing like a Detroit, maybe, but like, like it's so ridiculous, man. And same with like, like I don't know if it is like why I feel like this is because like it's like soccer and stuff like that. Like you're you're playing time of possession and controlling, yeah. and, like wasting time more than you are playing the game. Like that's what's like I understand that is the game, but like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely yeah. get it because, like, I'm Jordan and I are both soccer players. Like, we are know the sport very well. We follow the sport very well. We played the sport to a very, a fairly oh, high a, level, I'm I would say. A and, brilliant time waster. Yeah, and like <laughs> we even understand how annoying that is in soccer. Like, okay, stop making your thirtieth pass to your left center back and just go forward a little bit, <laughs> like. I understand what you're saying for sure with that. It's super frustrating. And like, if I wasn't a soccer fan, if I wasn't a soccer fan, I couldn't watch a game. Like if I didn't play the game, I would never be able to watch a game. And I understand why people hate it. Watch it. Because it is so boring unless you understand the small technical stuff. Like someone makes a touch Mm -hmm. and then moves it to their left foot to the right foot. And you can talk about that for five minutes because that's all that's happened in that 10 minute span. (laughs) But it's interesting because it's important in the small yeah. detail right so it's just yeah i think football might, maybe has to be a little bit similar where if you were like if that was your life then maybe the time wasting is yeah. big of an issue right but i, to- oh, I yeah. totally agree no. with you if totally agree if you play football yeah there's lots of talk it's a super interesting game but like i said of better camera angles like yep. man people would be like Absolutely. tuned tuned in when it comes to like football and yeah stuff and, like it, that, and it, the pace picking up yeah. a little bit in the dead times i want those mm-hmm. times yeah. sped up that's it instead of having yeah. a clock time what is it 45 seconds is the clock to make a play and line up no it, they actually they it, it that down a little Did bit they lower it's, it? like, okay. it's like 25 or 30 okay now, that's not like that there's bad. like that there's like that time of like set resetting yeah, the ball. I yeah. don't really, yeah, whatever. No, for sure. I don't know um, all the things. <laughs> I think it should be. I think they should just lower that stuff and make it faster. Well, so one thing that can, uh, the one thing that I love about hockey is that you do. Ah, it's we have commercials too, and they don't get that tired, but they still kind of can get tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like that can really happen in 
football. in football unless no. you like do an actual drive and well and they play once and gain your yards and slowly do it because that's the only time you get a full-fledged actual playing time that's where they won't go to commercial because they they don't go to commercial while you're on a drive so if you can like just pound them and ground pound them that can like slowly slow them down throughout the yeah throughout the game but like we're still talking like this game's like a ridiculous long period of time how much action do these guys have like that's not much so Mm -hmm. yeah like you said if we could get yeah. a little bit more action out of those exactly so like I, with soccer like can we squeeze it down and throw one guy out or something and everything's a little bit faster like get, i, you know, I like, wonder uh, that a lot geez. actually i wonder that if there's too many players on the field sometimes for soccer um just in the compactness of it like it because it's so hard mm-hmm. to create and score mm-hmm. what would no, make no, a okay. difference if there's one less guy if it's 10 10 people with the goalie like you have one less defender, one less attacker, whatever the case may be, and it, I think it would make the game faster. I agree. Structure a lot more interesting, it, for it, sure. But it definitely makes like soccer is you need to have stamina up the ass. Like that's the difference, oh, right? God, you're God. running for ninety minutes straight. If you're that's not, the, <laughs> the clock doesn't stop. Like football <laughs> is the great part about soccer. So you are tired after twenty minutes. You go through two sprints on football. You're running back. I uh, went on two sprints. We punted the ball. I'm sitting for five minutes. Soccer, you're standing or jogging or walking back for at least five minutes and then sprinting again, right? So that's the difference in football and soccer, the biggest and athletic ability, I should say. But no, um, boy, that was a long tangent. Should we really aggressively turn back to hockey? (laughs) I love talking other sports here and there. There was a fucking interview that um, Tom Brady <laughs> did with uh, Draymond Green, and yeah. they talked about exactly this. And it just was tangents. I hope people yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, I hope so. Um, we warned you off the bat. This is gonna be a tangent-filled <laughs> podcast. You're gonna get a lot of everything. So let's jump back into <laughs> hockey. Did you want me to go chase, or do you want to talk about the Kraken? Um, you go ahead. Go ahead, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make a coffee. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> wake good. up a little bit. Wake up, Maybe stop. Get some sniff salts. Yeah, yeah. Salts? Let's get some smelling salts on this podcast. That would be an interesting podcast. Can we do that How one day? Salts, man. <laughs> well, no, smelling salts are actually like not drugs that you can be hooked on i'm gonna order a smelling salts for a podcast that sounds so fun um that's that's definitely something i should order for this team i'm about to talk about too because oh boy are they boring and suck the blackhawks are awful as they play the red hot minnesota wild minnesota wild win five nothing cam talbot gets another shutout 30 saves this guy just doesn't want to come out of the crease and Evanson doesn't want to take him out Kakin and who right um but no Zook scoring again uh 14th goal he's having such a good year Chase mentioned it a couple podcasts ago um how good of a year super impressed obviously Kaprizov scoring as well and the Fiala la 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 scores as well 13th so really good game from the wild um they're just so good man they're so fun to watch. They're so electrifying. Their offense is better than what are we saying? They're probably top eight offenses in the Sorry, NHL. Yeah, I'd say probably at least top six. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like I'm, there's a lot of teams looking at like Colorado, Florida, and like whole lots of teams. But like, yeah, Minnesota is yeah, insane. Not probably top five. I'm sure yeah, we could probably at least top ten. Probably. At least top ten. 
very minimal. So um, undeniably, good. yeah. Why but, not? Hey, why so, not? Like they have then, been that good. Yeah, and they they just fly. I love yeah, the energy. Constantly high flying. Always skating so fast, and it's it's just my favorite. Like the way Bill Gary made this team, we were pretty skeptical. Like we were mm. we were waiting to skeptical, see how it would dude. work. <laughs> I didn't even put him in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I so, okay. You, I was skeptical. You guys. So yes, I was no. definitely skeptical. I was definitely skeptical. I was worried about the buyouts for sure, and like, can you win with just Kaprizov? Like, can Hartman be a center? And uh, yes, to all of those. Um, so yeah, exactly. Like, right, like so many yes question marks, but yes to everything. So and then uh, let's dive over to Chicago. And like honestly, oh, uh, just to bring up the game that I'm gonna be bringing up, I'll bring up the Islanders. This is the Islanders need to, the Islanders cracking game. Sorry, but. This is something they need to take note of, like what Minnesota's doing here. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Islanders missed the boat here, and they I agree. they should have uh, probably at least created one scoring line or something yes. like that, yeah. like uh, an offensive line at least. Well, they had I, I think, it, and then they gave away it. their best score. Like, yeah. I, like we yeah, talk no, about, no. like we talk about the Eberle and stuff, and I know a lot of people like off the bat, and I'm, I'm sure I said it too at one point. We're like, eh, it probably shouldn't hurt the Islanders that much. Like, it's Eberle, like. Everly's a good scorer. He can score 20, but like realistically, mm-hmm. he should be scoring more goals even. Um, oh boy, they miss him more than anyone. They can't yeah. score. So, mm-hmm. no, I agree with you with that. Um, they definitely need some scoring help. But yeah, before so you I dive into that, that like... no, you're good. Um, it's a good comparison. I just got one team to talk about left, and that's the Blackhawks, and it's not good things. And never be prepared for next podcast because i understand there's a lot of blackhawks news that came out uh some involving the investigation with kyle beach before and rocky words i didn't have enough time to get all the information i want on that so i'll do it next podcast for it but i'll talk about the hockey side in chicago right now um they have like three players tell you that that's about it and the rest of the team just is like oh i'm a hockey player i should probably like move my arms fast so it looks like i'm skating like i don't know uh to bring kids the only one that like i look at and i'm like at least you're producing uh kane's taking a a huge step back that we're not even talking about like um i know it's kane and i'm sure he can turn around pretty quick but it's just weird seeing kane kind of it it makes me wonder like I've seen him do this before, but it just makes me wonder that, like, after all this happened, I wonder if he Is asked he to leave, and they mm-hmm. said, "Let's not bring that up yet." But yeah, yeah maybe. It, like, I just wonder season. that. Is he done? Yeah. Like, is he done being a Blackhawk after this? Like, I I can imagine how hard it is. Imagine winning three cups, and you will not feel credited for those because of a team decision that. Like, maybe you didn't even get to be a part of, like... And I'm not saying that all these players are innocent that won the Cup in 2010 in this instance, but... Some yeah, are. And, some and obviously certainly, are. Certainly Kane and Taves do have an extra amount of, of responsibility. Yeah, team, and res- but... yeah, exactly. So, um, no, I just thought I'd bring up a couple of those forwards. Um, this defense is bad. So bad defensively. Like, I really, really do not like this defense at all there's no mm-hmm. that like I, caleb jones actually is like had a decent year for the most part but like do you expect caleb jones to be more than a sixth defenseman 
mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Connor Murphy's been just bad. Like, he's he's an all right defensive defenseman. He's not been great, but like Jake McCabe's been. Uh, I don't know. Just don't know. I I don't like this team. Yeah, I don't old like Jake McCabe. He's he, I've been a pretty big favorite of Jake McCabe. I like career, him as a hockey player. How he's played. And, he's a good hockey yeah, player. He just doesn't fit this team anymore. Like they're bad. This no. whole defense sucks, no. and that's the issue. Jake McCabe is a good fourth D man. Very good fourth. Yeah, you know, like kind of what I brought up at other podcasts is like this just doesn't mesh. Like you guys got no. a whole bunch of like very more offensive minded defensemen mm-hmm. and like literally Connor Murphy and like maybe Caleb Jones is like your D defensive guys. If Caleb yeah. Jones is your defensive defenseman, like Connor Murphy's probably your best defensive defenseman. But like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I just I hate this team. I really hate how this team is constructed. Yeah, I don't. There's, there's a couple pieces. I'm no centerman this year. Hey, no, those, those centermen just didn't show up this year. Like I, I'm I actually so disappointed in Kirby Doc. For their, I'm like... so disappointed in Kirby Doc this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, honestly like, I'm baffled that he has not looked like a top five pick yet. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously not gonna sit here and be like, he's gonna be a bust. He's a bust. He's done. Not in the league. Like, he's a good, he's a good enough player. He's got a lot of talent. And I see it flashes at the talent, but he's lazy. We saw it in junior, and I wondered, okay, that's probably a junior thing because you're better than everyone. Like that, we tend to see that yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. And then they come to the NHL and they're like, oh, it's fun again because it's harder for me, and I need to try to be good. And mm-hmm. I don't know, Kirby. Is it a mentality of this team? Is it the leadership? Is it just Kirby as a player? I don't know what it is, but something needs to change in this team. Yeah, and soon. Bad. A um, little bit of off front office news on this team, too. Uh, they've had a few interviews on some GMs. Uh, they interviewed Scott Mellenby, who was in Montreal and left re- this past year when he didn't get the GM job. And uh, Eric Tools- Toolski. Uh, sorry, that I, I was going to say Tuluski, but that was an ex-player for the for the Hurricanes. <laughs> but, um, but this guy is not an ex-player for the Hurricanes. He is a current assistant GM for the Hurricanes. So uh, two names, and they're also looking at Peter Shirelli for the hockey ops side, which is uh, interesting. As long as he doesn't handle money, sure. <laughs> then don't I can... Yeah, then then I'm okay with it. So, but yeah, that's that's all I got for your Minnesota and Chicago. A very good team and a very just, oh, yeah, yeah. Minnesota's got the third most goals in the league, and Chicago has the fifth least goals in the yeah, league. So sounds about right. And it was yeah. five nothing, so it suited them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chase, what do you got for us for your final game, your Seattle Islanders game? Uh, yeah, it's the old uh, Kraken. Um, well, basically, you got some uh, some W. Well, Vince Dunn, a, a W out a of the w Kraken, w indeed. Kraken, very rare. Yeah, very, very rare. I very should actually double check what what number is that? <laughs> hey, like what Three. number is <laughs> no, that? I'm just kidding. Number <laughs> no, fifteen. Like wow, I that's a lot better than I thought. I was about to say like thirteen. <laughs> yep. That is tied for third last. Yeah, that's pretty good bad. Time. Pretty bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but there was good things. Uh, Vince Dunn, just nice little dangle uh, coming down from the blue line. 
I want him to be good so drag. bad. <laughs> Backhand. He's, su he's supposed to be so good, Vin's done. Just be. Just be that top D-man that you're supposed to mm -hmm. be, please. Like, I, I yeah. really liked him for so long, and he's just been like, Ugh. I, I backed yeah. you up over the Tarasenko deal, and you did this. Fucking yeah. pure angle all over again. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, no, go on. He's, yeah, he's had one of those games this game, which is nice to see because they always need a very few to and kind far of between. be their offensive sort of guy. Yeah, it's only his fifth goal of the year, which I guess not too bad, honestly. Well, um, his first goal was the Kraken's first, so four yes, from indeed. after opening night. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wasn't uh, it? Was Ryan Donato? Oh, maybe, maybe. Maybe it was Ryan Donato. I want to say Dunn scored in that first game, though. He did he score right. in that first no game, though. I'm pretty sure he did. He scored the first goal. That's okay. Who gives a I shit? He's only scored five honest. goals, and he's supposed to be a top D-man getting 22 minutes a night. Not what, yeah, what, it was what is his minutes, scored. by the way? Yeah. Uh, wow. He played 21 in this game, man. Right, so. There you go. Like, they play, they play him a little too much. He's more of an 18-minute guy playing more offensive situations and stuff like that. Um, no, I just know. like always, you know, like just Before the using season, their I team expected. properly, you know. Uh, Philip Grubauer deciding to play um, good. not let one goal and play good. Uh, really, only like 19, 19 shots on him. Like was that his first shutout of the season? Probably. Yeah, it is. is that Seattle's first shutout of the season. Is. It's probably Seattle's yeah, first. So. Yeah, so probably, probably. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good things to say. We're kind of they won, and we haven't said a good thing yet, other than Grubauer yeah. won a game, which you have well, to do I, if you're I, the starting goal. Well, I can't even. I guess the good thing is Mason Appleton got two points. Like that's, that's 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 Something. out of like McCann is the guy that should be getting two points. Yeah, which he, he does, looks so like he's gonna score point or two, every so. night, and he scores every. Yeah. And that's the Everly effect, like we're saying. Yeah. Like this is guys. This guy can like make sure you have a line. I, doing yeah, things. I like. like Jesus, hey. I love Everly to be like a second liner on a cup winning team, like a second, mm -hmm. third line, sixth forward, seventh forward score. What yeah. Bill Kessel was in Pittsburgh. Who I want Everly to be on a team. Yeah, man. If if Seattle can draft a first line, like they're fucking flying. If they got Everly McCann, they got they Schwartz got two of the three line. so far that they want. It'd probably in work. McCann and Beneers, as long as mm -hmm. they pan out, right? So Hardly that's not bad. Um, yeah, yeah Beneers yeah. is looking. I mean, second overall, like. Yeah, he should exactly. There's a be good chance that he's a first line NHLer. But yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I, if it was me, I would have taken him first, right? Like I said, so fair enough. I'd yeah, you did take him first. Yeah, that's are you? That's while we're on this boat and we're talking about Seattle. Do you still do that? Do you take Beneers over Power? Or do you take Power over Beneers still? Where I, I know I, it's still early. They haven't played an NHL will. game. I'd probably still take Matty Beneers just simply because he's a center, right? Like I just I value a, especially as a new franchise, having like a set center over a set D man is kind of more important to me. No, I get and that. And a two way, two hundred foot center too. Like yeah. We're not just talking. Yeah, no, exactly. I I get that. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I, that's I, I take I, I, feel, yeah, I take I power. I take power still after that World Juniors. Like I have to. Yeah, like, I, I don't... do think power is deserves to be taken number one. I I wonder. Power is the type of guy who is gonna, he's gonna be like Ekblad, 
Now, which Ekblad are we going to get? Are we going to get the first half of Ekblad's career or the second half of Ekblad's career? One of the two is going to pan out. He's going to be either a little underwhelming for a first-round pick because of his size, or he's going to explode. <laughs> no in-between. Yeah. I don't think he's just going to be good. He's either going to be great or a top 4 D-man. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not worried about power. I think I'm not worried. Like he's, sure. I think he's gonna be like, great too. Gonna I'm leaning on. Being real great. I yeah, really I do, do too. I think he can I like, score. I think he. I like that Buffalo took him first. I like that they kind of went away from the fact that yeah, we may have a really good player in Dalton already, but you got a one-two I punch. Think, yeah. So he's gonna be fun to watch, man. Like, yeah, yeah I think is. he proved that at the World Juniors. And yeah, yeah, way too good at skating to being for being That's like true. six five, six six. Like Simon Evanson too. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. uh anyways, back on the game, more tangents. Do you got anything on the Islanders? That's interesting. Uh well the Islanders decided to just not show up this game and look like a disaster. I remember reading something. They were already on a uh, break. After yeah, after this game, I remember reading something. They just some guy was just ripping them hard for just no, like if this man. this this looks like this looks like bad news. Like he was like yeah. lose another. It might have been just freaking out because they lost to the Kraken, hey, obviously. But I get it. Know. I understand being upset about that, but the Islanders are still better than five teams in the East, and the East mm-hmm. is the best of like conference. Like I don't know. I'm not. They're not going to make playoffs. They're not going to be in dead last. I'm kind of just content with what the Islanders are this year. They're just yeah, average. I think, they're uh, average. That's just the case. Yeah, like, I think there's no surprise that they're. Uh, I don't think they feel like they have to push themselves to make the playoffs here. I think they can try to maybe. They'll push. I don't, in a little bit of a different situation here. I, maybe yeah. make a move with somebody and try to free some cap up and try to figure something out because it uh, just didn't work this year so you gotta yeah, you're sure. gonna have to you're gonna have to tweak it a little bit i'm very intrigued just, by their off season very they've intrigued. done kind of what calgary is doing yeah. in a sense by trying calgary to keep everybody as year. much as possible you know so yeah. like that it, it worked like the last couple of years yes but it's it it's hard not, not to run back the same team when you're one game mm-hmm. away Two games away or one game away in the yeah. past two years from being in Stanley Cup final. Yeah. So, but at least the players put you in this situation. Yeah. Like, that's what I love about Lou. Hey, like yeah. he gave the players a chance and he's like, okay, let's see what we got. And mm-hmm. they're not proving it this year. Well, then, like, team will force my hand. I have to make the, I have to make some moves then. And yeah. we got to do something. Guys, so. Some guys, something big will be. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say it like Bailey, one of these guys is not Looking going to be Bailey there to at, be the, at the, deadline here because yeah bailey's got at least a short you know contract funny? i think minus team, three oh, in this game tough game I, yeah <laughs> i think playoff teams are gonna look at bailey and lick their chops and go oh please yes please mm-hmm. any day mm-hmm. i will take him for my second or third line as a sure. as on my i want him on my uh two-way line yeah. instantly like i don't I, with pittsburgh i want him with carter on that third no line doubt. instantly no if, doubt. if i can so yeah, oh, that'll be, be a good name for... out there for a lot of teams. Yeah, uh, the only other guy is Varlamov. Uh, they've been kind of poking starts and like periodically as much as they can. And he's been really up to the task lately. Um, it's nice to see. Um, I don't know what it is or he didn't look great at the start of the year, but 
literally all he was coming off injury and i believe like yeah sorokin was just on fire so they were just yep. playing him all the time i get but, yeah, it no, sorokin's your goalie see. man yeah exactly and it's just nice to see how varlamo's playing the last like several starts that he's actually they're just starting had, him so. to say hey edmonton see he's still better than your goalie yeah, yeah I got to show everybody that he's not just some random goalie, no. you know, he, like he's not I, at all. I poke fun at him a lot, and I'm not the biggest fan of Varlamov, but if you have another goalie you trust with him, I'm all forgetting of Varlamov. It's just re- putting all your eggs in his basket is not, I do not trust that. That's the only direction I don't Yeah, trust probably him, right? get like a decent backup, not your... A, regular, a really good 1B you know, or a, a average 1A backup. is what he is. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, no. Uh, is that all you got on? The Isles and the Kraken? That is all I got. That's all you got? Cool. Uh, well, that's all we got for the games. I mean, there's a couple other games where we could have talked about, but it's just the Kings beating the Red Wings 5-3 and mm-hmm. the Flames beating the Yotes 4-2. So... Uh, nothing else really too crazy except for All-Star Weekend. So should we dive into the All-Star Weekend, boys? Yeah. yeah. Cool. All-Star. Uh, I'm going to start off with the competitions. I will pull up, the, I'll state the competition and the winner. You guys just jump in if you have any points on that event. Say what you have to say, whatever the case is, okay? And let's start with... The fastest skater, which was won by Jordan Cairo with 13.55 seconds. Just pretty fast for the youngster. Yeah, I did um, not expect that one. Know what? I actually did, and I, I have said this on podcast before. I remember watching him in junior, play World Juniors, and he was the fastest player I've ever seen at that age at the time, it seemed. Like, I was like, oh my god, this yeah, guy dog. is so fast. And mm-hmm. saw him at the All-Star game again. Was a surprise he won, absolutely, because McDavid and Cal McCarr were in this competition. And Chris Kreider, who's like, oh my god, yeah. so fast in a straight line. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, no, I was impressed with Kyra. He's so quick. So quick. Uh, what do you guys got on the fastest skater? Oh, yeah. Kyra's the man. He was definitely not a surprise yeah, for sure yeah, to me. Called out there. I think Kale McCarr would have won, though, had at that last turn, he had a little bit of a like a reaver, like nothing crazy mm-hmm. where like he just like slipped for like half a second. And I think he would have won though if he hadn't have oh, had that little Could have been my boy. Could have been my boy Larkin, but uh, <laughs> he, can uh, o- he can only win with a with a moving start. <laughs> yeah, um, trip up there. Yeah, but he almost yeah, he almost flew into the boards. I was really worried Larkin was gonna burn actually <laughs> for a <laughs> second. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um but no, that's all I got for that uh, competition. You guys ready to move on? Yep. Um, let's move on to the save streak, which was won by the Atlantic. Which this is—I don't know if they did it this way last year. I don't remember. I don't think they did. I don't remember them combining the two divisions. Did they do that the same last year? I, I thought it was so. individual goalies doing it. So Vasilevsky and Campbell win. Uh, am I shocked? No, because <laughs> one yeah. of the names is Vasilevsky, so Campbell just has to make four saves to get to nine and they're good um yeah yeah not actually it wasn't surprising that's for sure because they were the first ones that got up there yeah so they have no pressure no idea what's up and then 
they just go out there and get like a yeah a ridiculous save streak. Yeah, nice. Which they started on like the last one, so like you made yeah, like exactly. the save on the ninth one or something like that. Yeah, it was something. And then like they just that. kept saving them, and it was just bam, and everybody else got two. So like <laughs> yeah, well, Talbot yeah, Taros got so... five. So oh, they, they were almost five. halfway. They were over five. halfway. So mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, it. I don't. If I'm being honest, I prefer uh-huh. the individual goalies rather than the tandem because i don't think that's fair for like one goalie has one slip up or whatever and like the other yeah like uh, i like the individual the better. pacific should have yeah. won because pacific should have won because yep. john gibson was not gonna let a goal in like yeah. there was not he was not doing it another so, guy let in all three of them he was just like nope not letting in one it was just a brick wall yeah exactly so um no that's uh, do you guys have anything else on the safe streak other than like I said, I think it should be individual save streak, but individual. That's the only issue. I, I didn't mind it. It's it okay. Kinda... It made it go faster, I guess, which is all right. But yeah, I prefer yeah, exactly. individual. Much prefer individual because I like focusing on one goalie. Yeah, exactly. And hey. seeing them do good because this is a the the reason I want that is because this is a goalie competition. This isn't a shootout competition. The goalie competition. So yeah, exactly. No, I, I want I, the I individual. Yeah. If the players are individual, the goalie should be. So that's all I have to yeah. say about that. Um, I, yeah, that yeah. was it was fun. So, uh, let's move on to the fountain face-off, the new event that was on the Bellagio, uh, fountain. The Bellagio. Yeah, the fountain there. So, what did you guys think of this event first? Before, well, I guess I can dive in. Zach Wierenski ended up winning it, uh, with twenty five point six three four seconds in the final, even though. Yossi in round one got under 12 seconds and should have won it, but whatever. Um, what did you guys think of this event in general? It's pretty I'll cool. You go first, Chase, because I don't know <laughs> the opinion of it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, like I like the idea of it. I really did. Yeah. I thought that's a. I think that's something they should bring into like actual all-star events like setting up like uh moving ish targets or having yep. targets and stuff like that I agree. you're saucing them in there and stuff like that like you could do so it's not interpretations. too many and too hard because you don't want yeah. too hard where because there's just a couple of them that went that uh who like huberto who went first like after he went i kind of panicked with this event and it was 40 seconds of Hubert. Wow, I'd be a little nervous. And, well, I get I get why he was nervous. No, for sure. But, like, I saw that, and I'm like, uh, is yeah. everyone going to be 40 seconds? Because if they are, this is a shit event. Like, they, they yeah. you have to have a couple people. And honestly, if it wasn't for that Jocelyn uh, Lemoreau getting 16 seconds right away, it this event was about to be ruined. And then it picked up pretty quick after that. Um but I, it was interesting. I like it. Um, there's a lot. Of, when Huberto and Everly, kind of, or not Everly, I guess, mainly Huberto went, it was just a lot of dead air, which was my issue with it. That's about it. Well, and, that was and just Rose, the broadcasting, man. Like, yeah, the broadcasting was. Broadcasting for sports that was just the biggest yeah, joke. Like, I want to talk about that off. for a second, too. I don't want to like, criticize too bad, but the one guy well, doing it was... Like try, he was trying to be playful with the players, but he kind of just seemed like a dick. <laughs> He's like, yeah, "Oh, Johnny Goodrow, you really sucked on that one." It's like, "Thanks for telling me." It's an all-star game. 
for fun. Like, like I understand he's trying to have fun and play around and joke around, and like that's the yeah. point of it. But like, it was so aggressive. Some of the stuff he was oh, saying man. that he didn't need to say. But all the commentators and everybody there were just straight up. They were they they were just there. Like they're just like, yeah, I'm paid. I heard Bexa a few times. I liked Bexa. Yeah, Bexa was decent, but like everybody. I like Derek like, Anglin. They're just like, yep. Derek Anglin wasn't bad as here. a guest. Oh man, it was terrible. Really much, I but, can't yeah. even believe that. Like no hype. Like when they introduced mm-hmm. the teams, all I could hear is this fucking smoke machine blowing off. I'm like, oh yeah, this is it's, this is yeah. wonderful. Hey, it like, wasn't great. It was no sound. I couldn't hear. Like I don't know if the sound guy screwed up or what the hell happened. But the microphone was like right beside the fucking smoke thing. Like yeah. what the yeah, what's I, going on? And like I, don't like I said, either. the commentating. There's no life. Like watch mm-hmm. the. NFL All-Star game and the guy's like got some sort of vibe in his voice. Yeah. Like nobody's just everybody's like, oh yeah. Do you know yeah. who instantly should have been there. who should have been talking to the players? Like nobody even has like things to say. Nobody's got like stats or like random stuff or like interesting things. Like it's mm-hmm. like nobody was prepared. It's nope. just like what's going on here, guys? Like clearly I should have had ESPN because I think ESPN yes. had the actual full rights to it. I was going to say that TNT... It was probably actually worth watching because that whole Unsportsman was the biggest waste of fucking yeah. time. They made they made me feel more out of it because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for me, it should have been TNT. Um, yeah, cool. That panel should have been running the that the talking, especially Biz. Talking to the players, it should have been Paul Bissonnette. Without question. He has the best, probably, media-to-player relationship out of any hockey player. Um, he's funny, naturally. The players love him. Everyone respects him and trusts him. Like it made a lot more sense for him to be in talking through the mic to the players, yeah. just to make them feel more comfortable and have some entertainment on air. Now, I'm not saying you yeah. should have to do it all the time, but like have like him as act- one and Liam as the other. Like I don't know. I I did not. Yeah, like they're the like panel, acting like, like the. They're acting like the players are gonna put on some hilarious show and just be so entertaining. And don't get me like wrong, like, some of them like were. Stamkos just... was like Stamkos is my favorite player at the event because like there's some yeah. stuff he was saying like he's like he's like I can't ain't like during the black we'll get to twenty one and twenty two. Uh, yeah. He's like I can't, like, I can't aim. I've been in Florida for fourteen years. It's too cold. Like. I, yeah. I laugh my ass off at stuff like that. So yeah, but, exactly. Like him and Pavelski seem to be chilling, but like most yeah. of these guys are gonna be just but is Zach Wierenski really interesting? Like, <laughs> like let's yeah. be real. Like, <laughs> yeah, Zach Wierenski was asked like two questions, and he like didn't know what to say, and just said yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. exactly. Like Kirby and Wilson were a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like there's a couple of like, guys like, that were. I was, yeah, like, I was good so happy to hear all of the Vegas fans booing Tom yeah. Wilson, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that, that put a smile nice. on my face, just like him. <laughs> put a smile on him. That guy loves uh, being hated. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but I just don't understand. Like, they're, they're, the players aren't going to be the ones that are the most, like, they're not going to be saying random, being so entertaining or something. Like, that's your job. as like, And by you, the way, like, as, like the broadcasters and stuff, like, you're, you're supposed to, like, lift the vibe and stuff, not just assume these players are just going to dance around. And, yeah. Like, you know, and know what's like funny too, like, because they're on TV or something all of a sudden, you know. And like if that's actors. what you want, if that's what you want, <laughs> they picked half of this all star team horribly wrong. Marshawn should have been in this naturally exactly. as an all star, but if you want personality, he should have been first on your list after this season, even. Like, yeah, like, there's, there's a couple a guys big like personalities in this league. In fact, sure. Ovi wasn't there as 
complete well, disappointment. Well, didn't go because he just never goes. He never goes. I hate that he doesn't. I understand why he doesn't want to go. I know, and okay. I agree with him. I'm on his side for sure. But I just... It was weird that he chose to go. He didn't go. I thought I saw him and reason. Capri's all together. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. He was there for a second. Uh, he was there yeah, for a minute. He was there for like a second or two. I could have sworn. <laughs> he did yeah. score a goal. You're right. He did yeah. score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like it's just that that's awesome. there's a couple of stuff like that, like biggest issue at the yeah. They need either fix the panel if you want the players to be more interesting, take the more interesting players. <laughs> like, and be more interesting yourself. Like, yes, Jesus or, yes. Christ, some hey. players along, like bring guys like PK Subban and, and other yeah. guys yeah, that yeah, we know hey. are major that's personalities. A, that's a great league. call. Why isn't Ryan Reeves there doing the call? Why is right, he doing exactly. it? Bring some of these big personalities out yeah, absolutely. to do some of these talking. They have relationships already. Yep, I agree. I 100% agree. I think that's how it should be. Yeah, um, and then also don't bring MGK if he's going to just sing some love songs. Like, nice one. Yeah, that was cool. yeah. I was Thanks, disappointed Brad, by man. the set list. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Machine Gun yeah. Kelly a lot, but the set list was picked quite poor. Yep. Like, just literally went up there and sang songs about his girlfriend, or what? Is that what happened? Like, I don't even know, and I don't care. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Don't really care. Uh, It wasn't great. Let's move on to the next event, to the hardest shot. Uh, Victor Hedman wins this, shooting a 103.2 miles per hour slap shot. Uh, Oh, wait. The only other thing about that... Sorry, I wanted one more thing I forgot to bring up about the um that crazy new event um the fact that those guys had to hit the puck just to turn the light on is the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life like for fuck's sakes you have like some ref standing there for no goddamn reason i agree like get him to turn the light what 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 are you guys doing watching this guy do this why don't you turn the fucking pucks on and then give them to him so he can just sauce them like i agree i got like if i was if i was there i would have been turning on the pucks for whoever was shooting Mm mm-hmm yeah, why that, that's just me as a person. I would have done that because like, why would you do that? As soon as he shoots it, as, as soon as he shoots it, another guy should be there to tap the other end of the puck if that's how it works. And like that's the only yeah, way like you can get have... the puck to work that way. You should have two guys, one on the opposite side, tapping the puck while the guy shoots, <laughs> tap, shoot, so he can pull it over and sh- and yeah, I agree. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, and so. it clearly took like some decent force because they were like smashing the. There puck was a couple of them where they were like, they're, like tapping it, they're, like hard. wasting. Yeah, like they were wasting lots of time, and they weren't tapping it. They were fucking mm-hmm. hitting this puck. Like, what do you guys do? Like, how do you think they're gonna even take a good shot? When do you ever just smash your stick on yeah. the ice and then do a saucer pass? Like exactly. never, once, never, like, never done that. Why would you ever do that? Like, yep. I that sure. just annoyed me, but yeah, it was cool that they had glowing pucks and stuff. But yeah, like, but not the way they the... did it. So. But yeah, yeah no. Like, uh, moving at least on. The guy. Like, how long do they last? They can't like you can't just turn on like yeah. ten of them or something before. Right. Starts I, I wondered yeah, that. Thirty seconds. I wondered if it was a, it's, it's a competition. I, yeah. Was like max thirty seconds. Like I have no I'm idea. I'm so rattled. I'm so rattled. We wasted their time trying to start these pucks. Like half of it was them hitting the fucking puck. Like I don't know what. The, like I. Well, my so bigger question is why do you need to. What, what's what's wrong with regular pucks? Why are we why are well, we trying to like put on. like a chip in? <laughs> we, well, we, like, you couldn't see them if because like, it was dark out and stuff like that because they didn't do the put, competition in the middle of the day. Put more lights on the pads. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we have to spend yeah. some money on some power yeah, to to light this event up. Some, yeah, yeah, like put some 
you know, like do any, yeah, there's like probably any ideas. There's way better ideas than this. So I don't know, whatever. Logos on them that are outstandingly, you can see them. I agree. Honestly, I think if I'm being brutally honest, I think we talked too long on pucks and we should just fuck off of pucks. (laughs) Um, But I agree with everything we've said. Um, but yeah, let's let's just move on because like I feel cool. like a lot of this is half of this is just us rattled on certain stuff that happens. So. <laughs> um, let's move on. To, I'm gonna sort of zoom through a little bit because we're kind of stagnating on the All Star game. So Headman uh, fastest shot, 103.2 miles per hour. Pelic what got in second with 102.2. Um, anything on the hardest shot? There's really yeah, nothing no, to say other than Headman was just insanely hard shot uh he uses like a 122 flex or something that's <laughs> insane that's insane Something cool uh tom wilson used a jack eichel stick for it oh did he yeah that's yeah. cool that's awesome um moving yeah on. Had that 102 flex or something yeah something stiffer sounded i don't know just tom wilson not use a stiff weird i was rattled when he said that um but anyways for sure but Moving on to the breakaway challenge. This one's probably the one we'll dive deeper in because this is the one everyone talked about. Uh, Alex Petrangelo wins it with 64 points. Um, <laughs> this is also where uh, Trevor Zegris does his average. No, Petrangelo did not win it, buddy. Don't worry. Petrangelo did it. No, he didn't win it. That was it was Zegris, man. The John Hand <laughs> was, guy just cheated yeah. and gave you gave him yeah. extra okay. points. And, Zegris got cheated. And, and the old uh, Vegas wasn't yes. gonna like do anything about it. You know? No, so. I agree. Yes, I agree. So I thought you were saying like I got the like actual <laughs> player wrong. I'm like, no, Wait, no what are you talking that. about? I'm that like, is what happened. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was just saying that's what happened. But yeah, you're completely right. Um, even though yeah. he missed the net on a shot, like. <laughs> <laughs> Petrangelo anymore. So didn't even score. Like, yeah, no. Everyone was yeah. talking about it was a Zegris one, probably. Hey, like that was just oh, hundred percent. Like uh, Jack Hughes too. That that Michigan Kaprizov was, was pretty fun. cool. Obviously, uh, Alex of Alex Kaprizov coming in. Uh, Kaprizov doing good stuff too. Yeah. So no, there's. Yeah. I yeah. love this event. This is the best event in the All Star Game. I think. Yeah. Um. Because this, you get to see some flair from the players. Yeah, and like it's some nods to a lot of players and humor and some humor and yeah, it's just it's mm-hmm. fun. Like it's all meant to be fun for everyone. The goalies aren't upset. The players aren't upset about anything. It's just it's literally like no, going no. to an ODR with your friends and saying we're gonna play a skills comp. Who can get the best goal? And that's it. Like mm-hmm. it's just the best thing in hockey that all kids do, right? So love mm-hmm. that event. Super, super fun to watch. Do you guys have anything you want to add to it? Well, I just love that uh Zegris had the average Joe's thing. Yeah. Man, I'm a huge ADAA. Man, I love <laughs> that like, movie's like so the good. greatest movie in the world. So yeah, no, I just absolutely love that. That's Vince Vaughn movie. Took the Pete sure. LaFleur Peter LaFleur wrote and actually yeah. pulled that move off like that was my the best was yeah that's just so it. it was like, it was just I, perfect like he scored it like <laughs> i see people it. screw around and stuff like that on the ice and i've seen people do shit like that but like to actually do it in front of all those people throw the old uh blindfold whether he was fully blindfolded or not like it doesn't really matter he probably can do it with his eyes closed if he wanted to like that's yeah yeah exactly that's, like it's one of those it's one of those things that when you get 
uh, good at that stuff. You actually, you, it's more the momentum. You just feel where it is as long as you can keep the momentum going. You don't yeah. really need to see what you're doing. So, yeah, no, so sick. Like, like I said, don't worry, everybody. He won. Like, it's, it was yeah. just no. For we sure. just will never say that, I guess. And, yeah, no. Yeah. It's just, it's just dumb that it's. Know what this reminds me a little bit of of Zegers' snub is Aaron Gordon and the dunk contest. Ooh, that. I don't even know that. that. Oh, you don't know that? Oh, it's like Aaron the, Gordon. Yeah, that's the big. Who's what Jordan is that the biggest slam dunk contest controversy of all time? An NBA All Star. Yeah, I'd certainly say Aaron Gordon because that Zach one where he put up a great performance, but Gordon blew everybody yeah, out of the water. These two performances were two of the best performances we've seen since probably Vince Carter, right? Yeah, those two, and Vince and, Carter is well known as the most exciting yeah. dunker of all time. Right, and yeah. so so Aaron Gordon lost, but he are you talking twice. this year then or what? no? This was a couple of years ago. He's lost yeah, twice. The first time was like twenty fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, and that, that was, was the big one. That was the big one where everyone was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And I and agree. Back and it happened again, and he's like, "All right, never again." <laughs> yeah, he's not going ever again. He's probably the best, yeah. one of the best dunkers in the NBA. He will never go to Certainly one again because he gets most, snubbed. Like talented yeah. when it comes to flair for flair, right? he's got some of the most flair for it for sure. Yeah. And he can jump out. Mm-hmm. Over it, so, um, yeah, yeah, just this basically. The wrong person won, and now we're never going to get to see him in an All-Star game again. Um, yeah, I watched that Vince Carter way back in the day, and I just never went back to the All-Star or that that slam-dunk competition because it just yeah, never it's got never I guess good. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was the only other yeah, one that I would Dwight Howard was a lot of fun, too. Superman. Yeah. yeah. No, it, that was always underwhelming after Vince until uh, – with a few anomalies, obviously. But mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. moving on to our second last event and the final of the new events they made up was the 21 and 22, the blackjack-type shooting one. Um, and the winner for this was Joe Pavelski because he's apparently the best at everything. <laughs> Like, <laughs> man like i hear nothing but good things about this guy like everyone says Maybe he is either. truly captain america that he's the best golfer best basketball player best hockey player like he's just the best oh, on like, everything that, he's absolutely wicked person yeah and he's awesome he's a great father yeah for sure and uh he won this competition with ease like yep. with ease he didn't miss a shot <laughs> and, so sick like he was so good i think the funniest part about this was brady kachuk uh, was awful in it for the first like two shots or something, which was funny, and he was really uh, <laughs> self-deprecating. Yeah, Stam- Stammer too was real funny. I mentioned earlier him saying that Vegas is too cold. He's been in Florida for too long. Um, and then obviously yeah, Joe a lot of fun at these oh, yeah. things. Like you said, like he there was a clip of him and his son together. Yeah. Yeah. His kid just wanted to go see the Zamboni. That's all yeah, he wanted to go do. Excited to see the Zamboni, which yeah. weren't we all? That yeah. was all of us back in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, no, uh, it was an interesting, but what did you guys think of this event? I thought it was interesting. I liked it. I, 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 I would do it again. It fit yeah. the Vegas theme, and yeah, I definitely would do it again. Yeah, it, it fit the theme for sure. It wasn't time consuming, which was great. And they were able to just kind of shoot the shit around it a little bit. Yeah, and... the players had fun too, right? Yeah, like, the players had a lot more fun. Was having and... a laugh because he sucked a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then again, though, this was probably the best group for a competition of personalities we got. <laughs> so yeah, certainly that made it easier as well, I would say. No doubt. But, but no, no doubt. Uh, 
Anything else on this event? Uh, uh, anything else you guys got to say other than what we did? No, it was just, just a good event, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Have. <laughs> it was pretty sweet, yeah, that's for sure. I like that one. I don't know. Yeah. They should, uh, I hope they fuck, like I said in the other pod, I hope they were able to, like, let everybody do that, you know? Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, all weekend, because, like, yeah, that's actually fan- something I hope they had people, a mini thing for the fans. Should be playing. And yeah, like, instead of the cards, like, breaking away, just have it, like, uh, a sensor board, where if you hit it, yeah, it just it's... makes a sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something like that. Or so you don't have to keep picking up pieces, is why I say Yeah, or something way, like right? just, like, knocked down and then pops back up again. Yeah, exactly, or something like that, or foam or whatever. But yeah. Like, yeah. Um, No, that was a good idea. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was interesting. Um, I had fun with it, so can't complain. Um, moving on to the final event, which was the shooting accuracy. And the winner was Sebastian Aho, who was also perfect. Uh, he got it in 10.937 seconds, and he didn't miss a shot. Um, I thought he missed this third shot, but apparently he got just enough of it in the corner. But, yeah, got that corner. Um, super saddening. Jake Gensel was so close. He had a really good run. Second. Um, if he didn't just miss that one off the bar, he had it, but whatever. Yeah, this is always it. another impressive one. Yeah, this one is just there's always about it's three or four that are just NFL players. Yeah. Are. Know what I found the craziest part about it? Leon Drysaddle was the worst. And yeah. It was, they were talking about it during it, and one of the things they said, which I found interesting, because I bet it's partly true, is I wonder if Leon's ever had to look at the net for all of his goals. <laughs> just, <laughs> that he just shoots because he's so good, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And I wonder that about a lot of these players. Like, I'm not just saying that just Leon doesn't look at where he aims, but like... It's it, like I've said it before, man. It's a lot of like you just knowing where you're, where the net it's, is. Yeah, it's that's, it, that's just and when you have the scoring goals sometimes. And I wonder, I, I, it's easier for an NHL player to score a wrist shot moving than it is st- standing there. Crazy enough. Mm-hmm. As crazy as that sounds, they do it so often. It's easier to shoot off the rush than it is not because they don't get many chances standing still in the slot that are for a wrist shot for a wrist shot never like never unless (laughs) you're moving so so that's also a big part of it but yeah this event like we said always fun rasmus delene man he's got a hell of an accurate shot um really impressed with him too pretty cool but anyways that's all we got for the competition side of it um that's all the winners I guess I listed too. So we just have the All-Star game. And like I said, I missed the All-Star games. Unfortunately, I saw who won. I saw who won MVP. But do you guys want to talk a little bit about those games? Just Tom slightly. Wilson with a goal in 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought Tom Wilson? Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, anything else yeah, you guys no. got for it? Like players who are really good, having fun and... Yeah, it was all right. Um, I missed a little bit of one of the games and stuff. Like, I don't know. I didn't watch too, too intently. It was all no. right, though. It's the three-on-three. Yeah, it's, it's it just players kind of skating. I saw clips of Johnny Gujar getting burned defensively. Yeah, defensively. Stuff. I thought that was hilarious. That yeah. was pretty funny. That, yeah, that... that was pretty dumb that they only had one defenseman on yeah, that team. Yeah, I but... know, hey. <laughs> Whatever, I guess. Not like it matters. But... Much. No, it was. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a fun time. It was yep. obviously it was what it was. It's not going to be anything more than just kind of screwing around. They For didn't... sure, Metro won yeah. in it versus the Central. 
uh, team and Giroux on the MVP as well if you're interested. Um, if you guys are interested too in this, like go check it on YouTube. Like Sportsnet and stuff has all these and individual clips of it too. So if you want to skip a boring one like we mentioned or whatever the case is, uh, go free. But yeah, I would go check it out if you guys are interested too, um, even after finding out who the winners are because there's a lot of good stuff in it but uh is that what you guys got for all-star because i'll give you one last chance to say what you have to say about this all-star game before we move on yep that's yeah. That's yeah, all. Yeah, we're good. i think we're good okay sounds good let's move on a little bit of news around the league and just kind of chat about that and then we'll get into our, we'll end off with our segment in a bit here but uh let's start with the Carolina Hurricanes, or actually, no, well, while we're still in the All-Star game, I want to talk about Florida because it's relevant. Uh, they are set to host next year's All-Star game. Um, so that's like, not a lot of news, but it's just interesting that that's where it'll be next year. So maybe we can think of some themes they can do, like a surfing theme or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, do mad, <laughs> do, do something. Mad palm trees up yeah, there, man. that's for sure. Like you, you have to like saw saw something over a palm tree into like a bucket. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sounds an awful idea, but that's okay. Um, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, they were supposed to have a stadium series game this year. It's postponed to next year because of COVID problems. Um, didn't really add on that. They literally just said protocol problems, pretty much. So. Um, and then Boston is an also getting a Winter Classic next year. Um, don't know against who. I did not see who. It Fenway. Was. Against Fenway. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's at Fenway. Oh, it's at Fenway. Yeah, yeah, it's at Fenway. I didn't see. Yeah, no, they didn't name I, who they played. Who, yeah, they haven't played. Who they so, um, and yeah, that's, that's probably like the 900th time they've done, done that. For sweet. sure. And I have literally one more thing in news. Actually, like there wasn't much because of the All Star Game is pretty quiet. We uh, Pat Verbeek was hired as GM in Anaheim. Yeah, um, yeah. Why don't we talk about this for a minute? Because this is a uh, very yeah, he's relevant. The, uh, yeah, he's the old ex uh, wing. He was our GM for assistant. well, technically our assistant GM, but our GM for our AHL team. Yeah, and, and he was doing that and kind since of, 2019. He's for, yeah, he's been with us for a decent bit. Yeah, he was with you guys in 2019. He is all best way to describe him. He is Iserman's like uh, apprentice, pretty much. Like he is followed Iserman pretty much everywhere and been his right hand. He was assistant uh, to him and or of I don't know if he was assistant, but he was definitely up in that management group in Tampa when they won, and he was there for a very long time. Um, pretty sure they played together. Yeah. Um. No, he's. I trust the signing so much because of who he's yeah, learned off of. Now, do I think he's gonna be an Iserman GM? Like, I don't know. Obviously, but I don't think so. But you're learning from the best. I'm gonna give you, a, gonna give you a good fair run at your mm-hmm. job if you've learned that much and won a cup as a member as. Well, I don't. I cannot remember what position he had in Tampa. I'm sorry. I just know he's assistant GM in Detroit since 2019. So, but yeah, a great sign for Anaheim. I think this is is their GM. No. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, long, at least a beauty. At least they didn't sign like Shirelli or anything like Chicago might. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> good news on all that front. Now, uh, 
since there wasn't a lot of news today, uh, I think it's a good time for you to bring up the Rangers, Chase. we got a little bit of time to bring that up before we talk about our uh, power rankings and oh, yeah. playoff yeah, just, matchups. So just a just little a talking random, point. Yeah, it was just a random thought I had, like just looking around like a bit of Zuccarello. You know, the Rangers, like look at how good Zooks, all these ex-Rangers are doing. D- McDonough won a cup, two cups playing just mad minutes like um jt miller is like the best player on vancouver yeah um yeah like well chris Kreider is doing what he's doing but i don't know i just thought it was an interesting point like what happened what would happen if they kind of kept those guys and only yeah. traded like your rick nash and your uh what's his name uh, uh oh jeez i can't remember <laughs> I don't know, Broussard and stuff like that, those guys. Yeah, I guess Broussard would be There's a lot of those guys. They had a lot of kind of like Callahan, like I had for a bit. Like they had a lot of guys that were just kind of in the in the mix there. But um, yeah, I'm just interested, no, like what would have happened? Because like you bring I that up, bring up and the transactions that they've made because they got quite okay. a bit out of that Rick Nash deal. Yeah, right? talk, talk a bit about a little bit the – transactions and then we'll talk about like some stuff that probably wouldn't happen be if you did keep these players because i think there's a massive ripple effect that actually might make i wonder if it would make the rangers worse so i think that's an interesting talking oh yeah for sure so uh let's talk Um, about what they kind of got and who they gave up and such so yeah so like obviously you do that zabanajab deal and stuff like that that's all beautiful um where are we i just want to make sure i'm every where I need to be here. Yep, for sure. And um, find that. Yeah, Rick Nash. So Rick Nash trade. They got Matty Bolesky retained, obviously, just a dump. Ryan Spooner, but they got Ryan Lindgren. Nice. And a first round pick who was Jacob Bernard Docker. Oh yeah. So they traded that Shit. away. Indeed. Fuck! I just clicked it's the Ottawa. fucking button. What deal would that have been? Indeed. Let me find that. Uh, when did they trade a first-round pick to Ottawa? <laughs> must have moved up or down. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, yeah, yeah Ryan yeah. Lindgren and Jacob Bernard Docker is who they got out of that Rick Nash deal. Uh, and then the Ryan McDonough and JT Miller deal to the Lightning. Like, if you would have kept those guys, you would have had – there's only Niles Lundquist, Libor Hajak, Vlad Nemestikov and Brett Howden. Yeah. So like Nemestikov, Howden, these couple of probably wish he for sure. those guys, but but uh, Libor Hayek and like Niles Lundqvist would be the only other one. So in all reality, that, that that's not really helping you that much right now, hey? Nope, that's fair. Um. Oh yeah, Keandre Miller. That's what it was. They traded that. They moved up in that draft. They moved up to get Miller. Okay. Yeah, that to get good. Miller. Moved up four spots to pick Keandre Miller. So that trade Miller. was fantastic. So they got Lingren and Keandre Miller out of it. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah, perfect. That's that's a great that's trade. That's your left hand side defense. Literally, your one two. Literally, right your one two right now, which is that's insane. Yeah. So and they're yeah, twenty three, so like, twenty two. So. Wow, that's crazy. That's and insane. Yeah, like you almost don't need to do that Miller deal. That's crazy. That Honestly, I, I wonder if you just don't do that Miller deal and like they have a chance to like really go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, hey. 
Now, but they would have been devil's they advocate. Been good, probably, they would have been right? too good to have gotten. Yeah, that's the point I was just trying to get to. There was uh they've been too good to get laugh and capo caco probably. Hey, like because like yeah. I know laugh they were like moved up from twelfth in that weird play in, so that could still have happened. Like you never know. They could lose that first. Yeah, exactly. Game and that. get laughed. So that is a possibility. I'm not willing to write that completely off unless I got top four. Then it is obviously, but. Um, and like, what are the picks the capital, that were? I'm, like I, the, the picks behind them, you yeah. know, like the picks behind them though. Like the next guy I picked after Capo Caco was Kirby Doc, Bowen Byram, Turcott, Cider, Dylan Cousins, Broberg, Zegers. Like, and yeah. if they ended up in the bottom nine, that wouldn't have been too bad. I don't and think I guess they you go a little bit later. Nine is the difference, right? We go a little bit later. There's still like Peyton Krebs, Newhook, Caulfield, Spencer Knight, Matt Boldy. Victor Soderstrom, Lassie Thompson, Thomas sure. Harley on Dallas. So they still probably would have ended up with at least a, a notable guy, hopefully. A notable like, I mean, dude. Unless you, unless you fuck up in that, obviously, for sure. They did. Unless you trade your first round pick. But yeah, let's get Whatever. to like Zuccarello, man. Like the Zuccarello trade was just a second and a third round pick. That's uh, crazy. Which is. It's Matthew crazy. Robertson. I think some of these deals that went through when looking at the deals that happen now. Yeah, it's the crazy thing about draft picks, right? Like, you never really know. They're, they they're so out. much more valuable now than they used to be. Like, mm-hmm. so much more valuable. And I don't know when that just randomly happened. Like, it, just one year, it just yeah. flipped. It's just, like, one year, exactly. Where, like, everyone the like, oh, everyone in this is so good. Yeah. Probably yeah, everybody got draft. all high and mighty because these kids are, uh, so or good. some of these kids are popping out so quick. Hey, and yeah. it's like. It's it's technically pretty normal in all reality. We're just getting a little more excited because I'm sure the percentage is up a little bit more. Yeah. So and well, I think they're, they're getting more. They're getting more chance. Not. Like that's a big thing. Like rookies back in the the early 2000s, you get one fuck up, you mess up once, and you're bench. Now, yeah. if you're a top five pick, you get a month, uh, two weeks of a runway of messing up before they're like, "Hey, you're done. Like you're sent down. Yeah, hey. You're so bad, right?" They give you real chances that they never did. Yeah, no so doubt. that's a reason why it's changed with draft pick value. Um, um, yeah, so with the Zuccarello deal, like it is a second and a third round pick. Um, I know Matthew Robertson kind of, but not really. Like, do you? Yeah, I, I know a little bit about him. Um, I want to say he's American. Uh, I have no yeah, idea. He played, honestly. The, he played in the dub. I don't remember I his think, name. I can't remember if he's American or Canadian. Uh, he's a lefty man. Um, he was touted to be a top four guy slowly sliding down the pendulum with all these D-men and the Rangers. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But, another, another D-men, hey. But Playing he's, for the he's definitely, right now. He's definitely he's a prospect, solid. I guess. And, yeah, he's just solid. Over Tarstrom, so they got a couple. He's like a Jet random... like, like a Jet Wu type prospect. Oh, yeah. Like maybe Ooh, well, he'll be an NHL yeah, player, but, well... He'd be super, super fast. Difference is, I guess, Jet was right-handed, but... Yeah. yeah, so just another deal that really probably didn't need to happen um, unless you, like, obviously have money problems, but I think your money problems could have been fixed by letting go of Rick Nash and Kevin Hayes, maybe. I'm not really too sure on exactly the cap of the situation, but the next move they made was Kevin Hayes to the Jets. Uh, yeah, that was They got like back. Pick. First? They got back a Brendan Lemieux and a f- conditional first round pick that ended up being Vili Hanola. Yeah, that was great. So, yeah. how did they get great. that back? Great. Oh, they traded for 
Neil the Jets Pionk. took that pick back and for got Truba. Pionk for Truba. Yep, that was a wowie, wowie, wowie. So yeah, they almost so they have got, to do that. They got Hayes they got a be, the better right-handed like D-man, the Jets and Hanola. <laughs> That's a crazy yeah. trade. So yeah, I guess we're just. Uh, I guess Honestly, I'm just simply saying, if you just don't trade the Tampa, if you don't make that Tampa deal, like don't uh, make that Tampa you know, deal, don't make that Truba deal, and I think you're in a better position. Yeah. Like honestly, you could have probably ended up trading somebody away once uh, yeah. Panarin became a UFA, and he actually wanted to play on your. Yeah, would have sure. played on your team. Yeah, I'm sure you would have moved somebody else, like a Zuccarello or something like that. But yeah, yeah I'm, that 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 can be a thing that's forced upon you instead of you know. For uh, sure. They they really did the like it was. I'm not saying this was a bad idea. Obviously, no, they're obviously. in the position they're in. I'm just like looking around, like man, look how. What good if it, you didn't do this? Right? How these players are like these players are lighting it up for their teams. Like I dubbed Zuccarello an All Star because of how he's been playing, and yeah. ever since with Kaprasov, those guys are just a, a duo. They're a duo in the league now. It's it's really cool to yeah. see. And with Miller, like I said, being the best player on Vancouver, like like let's be serious with the rangers and his whole career nobody saw that coming you know no no um i loved jt miller when he was with the rangers like i thought they underutilized him i thought he was great at all aspects but he was there was one of those teams that they had three lines like that was just how the rangers were set up so it just seemed like he was stuffed a little bit down but yeah you gave this guy playing time in tampa and the guy just blew up and became something else so yeah no for sure there's I there's a lot that can be done with this Rangers team. They made a lot of big moves and a lot of alt like team altering moves. It seemed like which is kind of nuts. How many they've been a part of? Like yeah, pretty much a lot. Like giving Tampa wow. two elite players for like comparably nothing now. Looking at what how it turned out for yeah. those players, like that was a terrible deal from the Rangers. That's the worst deal I think I've seen them make. <laughs> Looking yeah, at, exactly. Right? Like I love all and... four of these Nemestikov, Howden, Hayjack, and Lundqvist pieces, but these are just like pretty regular pieces you can like sign randomly and like shit like that. You know, like yeah. this isn't well, like Lundqvist, trade for a, give a guy like a like I like Lundqvist, but yeah. he's, he's probably the probably anomaly. The most role, he's but... probably the anomaly out of that where he could realistically become a big top four D man, like a really really mm-hmm. good top mm-hmm. four D man. Um, but no, I agree with you for sure. Um. That's not. Yeah, it's just crazy what the Rangers could be and how I mean, good they are now. Dude, uh, these guys had Ryan Graves too. Traded him to they? Colorado wow. for Chris Bigris. Man, that's interesting. Wow. It's so intriguing to find out like some who had what players as prospects and draft them. Like, like yeah, I always yeah. forget. You look at players at like near the end of their career and you yeah, see they were like, drafted. Oh, drafted. Some are really weird. Yeah, like Sam Gerrard was drafted by Nashville. Like that one is just always one that I think about randomly. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a weird draft yeah, hey, by Nashville. Wasn't Big right, Z he was drafted by he Buffalo? He was a Duchesne trade. What's that? Wasn't Big Z drafted by Buffalo? No Islanders, I think. Oh, was he an Islanders draft? Yeah, I he was remember an Islanders draft. Islanders but Buffalo. like nobody yeah, knew random. nobody who is around my age and younger, I should say, knew that because he was a Bruin our whole life growing up. Yeah. So exactly. like I I yeah, never man. knew he wasn't drafted in a full time Bruin his career. I never knew that until like. It's so funny how uh, you know we bring up the trades that we brought up, but like in all reality, the 
trades that change the league are these one-for-one deals mm-hmm. where you trade Ryan Spooner for Ryan Strome. Yes. And now you have a second-line center. You and know? you change like those, those yeah, one, turn deals. one into like, a second-line center and one into a second-line ECHL center. Uh, like, it's something that happened or something that happened a lot with uh, Benning, like being mm-hmm. on the losing side of those one-for-one deals. Like, Yeah, he wasn't good one-on-one, on one, whether it was contracts, yeah. trades... <laughs> anything <laughs> <laughs> he liked mo- he liked money and moving money oh he definitely liked putting an extra money. zero on every contract <laughs> like he loved paying people um uh, it made him feel yeah, so, so good of himself man that's so crazy what was the other draft uh that what was the draft that laffy was in was that 20 2020 right 20 yeah 2020 yeah because yeah, jackie's so 2019 then, uh, after Laffey, so that was like Byfield, Stutzel, Raymond, Sanderson, Drysdale, Holtz. Because like I guess this team still would have been pretty good, so they would have been at least fighting for a playoff spot probably this whole time. Yeah, they were probably. if not close to. Yeah, so they would be. Well, the last year pick. was the. They might have stole your Hendricks Lapierre there, Jordan, or like got a Shakir Mukhamadoulin. Yeah. Braden well, Schneider. Well, that is if they, they would have gotten Braden Schneider in that. that well, that that. that, that year if they would have made top four and didn't lose first round so it, it's really mm-hmm. the the laugh one i'm willing to give them i i know that one's like kind of like questionable but like that one's the easiest one to give them for them because it was yeah. uh they jumped up like 10 11 spots to get it like yeah they... and that's understandable not getting laughy and i don't really see that as being i understand not they're gonna be a great it. team in the no. future i think you could have gotten by by getting a other random kind of sort of guy you know sure. there's a lot of good picks actually there's a lot of decent prospects out there that are uh still that should be pretty good absolutely. but i guess we'll see right <laughs> yeah no absolutely and we're not saying the rangers did anything wrong by it it's just interesting to look back that they could have potentially have won a cup if they'd kept some of these guys. And I know that's a lot of what ifs and a lot of stuff happened that we didn't think would happen. We didn't think JT Miller would be a legit top six problem for other teams. Uh, we didn't think JT or uh, Ryan McDonough was still going to be like number yeah. one D-man level. We didn't know Truba was worse than Pionk. Yeah, we didn't we didn't, realize, like, like there was so much stuff that happened. We didn't know a cap was going to stay flat. Like that's a big yeah, thing like, that happened. McDonough- with McDonough, it was worrisome about skating and stuff yep. like that. And like, oh man, like, is he going to be able to, like, he can't can he take over up? the power play duties anymore. Stuff? That was yeah. the big thing for the Rangers. Like, well, we need somebody to take over the actual power play duties. And that's probably more or less why they moved on from him because he became more of the defensive rolled guy. And Well, and they were like, trying to. Why, why, what's wrong with that? Like, why, they were why bad you too. just stayed around and played like 20 some minutes, you know? And, yeah. play that defensive role so it's just yeah it's just trippy it's so it, it trippy. was the they made all the right decisions and like i mean they also yeah. like fell on like a couple players fell in their lap like laugh mm-hmm. mm-hmm. fox fell directly on the rangers lap like, yeah, another another beautiful trade like, for them that, i don't even think that a, you can trade. call that a beautiful trade as you're lucky you are the biggest city in the world pretty much <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, honestly, like, I, play there the Adam stuff. Fox factor, you got the second best right-handed defenseman in the NHL for free because he grew up being a Rangers fan. Like, what goose egg did you have to pray for for months to get that? Like, yeah. that's insane. 
Uh, kind of cool that like the other the picks or the guys that the Hurricanes got out of that was uh, that goalie Mads Sogard. Yeah. And I think he's the German guy, Noel Gundler, unless he's oh, yeah, a Swedish yeah. guy. Yeah, he's so, like, those uh, are actually two not too terrible prospects. Like, but, but um, yeah, yeah, no, that's actually pretty good. Like, like no. said, <laughs> Fox, we knew, but... but we knew they were all gonna lose those trades. Like Fox yeah, was exactly. a piece in the trade uh, with Lindholm and Skinner. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I think. Uh, there's That's a lot just... of factors with the Rangers being good now, obviously, like that. But yeah, they could have been. I agree with you. I wonder what would have happened. Yeah, like I wonder how they how they could have and what they would have done. I wonder like, if I can pull man. up like an old uh, an old NHL video game from that year. Not make those trades. Make the proper ones, and then just sim it up to this point and see what NHL says at 2016 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then just yeah, do like a quick yeah, YouTube yeah. video. That'd be interesting to do, maybe. Um, but no, yeah, I agree with that point. But should we jump into our final segment, our power ranking segment? Because we have we have enough time for it, obviously. But getting a little closer on time. Sure. So, in our thirty minutes, talk about this now. Which direction do we want to go with power ranks? Are we going from thirty-two to, to one, or one to thirty-two? Um. Oh, well, I don't know. I was just I was just talking about who's who's in who's in and out, man. Okay. Give us the top. Well, I was just, like I was just, I have who's the playoffs, and then yeah, we'll go by groups of five, obviously. But do we want to go backwards or forwards? I think probably go back or go okay, front let's go, to back. Let's go front to back this time. Then we'll go the best teams to the worst yeah. teams. So, uh, we'll go in a same group. Let's start. We'll go Jordan Chase me, or does that work? Or do you want me to start it sure. or what? Sure. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Jordan, you start us off. Who's your number one to five, and then give like brief brief one line explanations all right number one i've got the abs uh i think we all will yeah yeah two i've got the panthers that's pretty self-explanatory two three i've got the canes they've been red hot four i've got the lightning they're they have the best goalie in the league yep Um, and five i've got the wild who have been on fire yeah, absolutely. Chase, what do you got for us? In the wild. Ooh, woo. Hey, that's nice. Um, I actually have Florida number one just because I've been taking them the whole time. No, nope, that's it fair. Looks quite clear that like Colorado. Colorado's just a yeah. goddamn beast. Hey, like their yep. winning percentage is like just Insane. dumb right now. Uh, but yeah, Colorado two. I got Carolina three. Tampa Bay four. I haven't moved them all year. Weirdly enough. Yeah, and then Vegas, I got at five, and I don't think I've moved Fair them enough. from there. I think I moved them up a couple of times from last time we did this. Yeah, but yeah, no, awesome. got, I'm keeping them at five because well, I'm sure they'll start picking up the old pace. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, might as well just pretty much carbon copy Jordan's, and that's mine because uh, I got one change with his, but it's literally a swap between second and third. <laughs> so I got Colorado one, uh, self-explanatory, best team in the league. Uh, two, I've got Carolina. I think they have the, it's their coach for me. I, I just, I think they'll do better slightly towards the end. The Florida three though, like they're just the deepest team in the NHL. Tampa Bay, Vasilevsky and Hedman are your team. You are instantly a top five team. Um, and five Minnesota wild as well. Like you said, they're just so good offensively. Yeah, they're so, so fun good. right now. Um, but yeah, well, shall we move on to our six to 10 now? What do you got for us, Jordan? 
Six to ten. Here we go. Uh, six. I've got everybody's favorite Toronto Maple Leafs. Nice. nice. Good, but you know, they're the Leafs. So yeah. Seven. I've got the Pens. I've been super impressed with the Pens, especially as of late. So me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, at eight, I have New York Rangers. The Rangers have Chris Kreider, and he's the best goal scorer <laughs> in the league right now. So clip that. Clip that. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Uh, at nine, we've got the Flames. Uh, the Flames have been on fire, as you'd think, right? They've got Markstrom, who's got the most shutouts in the league. They've been scoring yeah. goals like it's fucking nobody's business. They had a little uh, bit of a slump yeah. there for a bit, but yep. I, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sold. I think they got out of it. I think they're feeling. Oh yeah, they're good. out of it. That's why I was saying they had <laughs> at ten. I've got St. Louis. Interesting. Interesting. So okay. I wasn't sure where to put the Blues, but I definitely oh, yeah. think they deserve to be top ten. Fair That's enough. That's actually exactly where I have the Blues. Um, but I'll start with uh, Let's see what you guys got. What do you got, Chase? Minnesota. At six. At yeah. Number six. Not far um, off of us. <laughs> Yeah, so they have climbed up a, a lot. Another spot for me. Like I think uh, at the start of the year, I had this is up twelve spots from the start of my predictions. But I love this I, team I, I so much lie. that I, I kind of want to bet them to go to the Cup final. Yeah, like, man. Dead um, ass. Like get... I love. I just awe oh, this team. Yeah, mm. I, I've actually I flipped my ideas. That's for sure. Um, I'm I'm heavily more on these guys mm-hmm. winning the Cup when it comes to my random prediction from the start of the year, but I can get into that later because that's just devastating. Uh, Tor or or Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs at seven. Number eight and nine, I got Washington and then Pittsburgh because I still think Washington's going to get back going and And get going. This is their slump time, and they were like – 500 I, I watched edmonton go through a slump and they were like two nine yeah yeah one so no i agree i think i think washington's doing all right for their slump uh and also they haven't really been truly healthy for the first half yep. of the year so fair enough we'll see how they do um like i said pittsburgh nine and then yeah i got st louis 10 because they're they're a beast um they're another team that actually went up for me at, they're at, at, technically up seven spots i kind of thought they'd have more of a shakier year and they've been pretty bulletproof, and I'm they pretty were sure just with a the question mark team whether they would gel or not. Was yeah, no, like, right? Like we I was no a little idea. worried about the defense because, like, obviously, uh, I think Marco Scandella was technically lined up to be there uh, in their top four, which is not exactly what they wanted after losing uh, Dunn exact. So I don't know. I was just a little bit worried about that, but they seem to be uh, nothing but great, and they have the ability to. Um, actually trade for somebody probably and make that team a lot better so I see them hitting that number 10 spot. Yep, absolutely. Fair enough. Um, Moving up three spots since my last uh, last time. So nice, nice. Believing I, more and more in the Blues. Yeah, I got a pretty similar to, <clears throat> excuse me, a pretty similar to Jordan for the first bit again. Um, at six, uh, again, just a little swap. I got Pittsburgh at six. I've been so impressed with this team. Um, I I don't know. This is the best team I've seen Pittsburgh since the Cup. Like wins, like they've been so so good. I got nothing but good things to say. So I gotta have them that high, especially when I'm at 15 last time. I got Toronto at seven. Their offense is just oh, 
Marner is just on a tear, obviously. Matthews is so, yeah, so Marner good. was not happy with the things people were saying. No, not at all, clearly. Uh, number eight, I got the New York Shishjerkins, and that's why I have them at eight, because he's just the best goalie in the league right now. Like He keeps their defense in every game. <laughs> Nine, I got Vegas. I think Eichel will be back soon. Like I'm hearing he could be back like in the next couple weeks potentially um uh, like after all-star break they're potentially looking at him doing no con or having contact allowed contact so Mm -hmm. that'd be great so i have vegas at at nine i just think they they're a little behind the eight ball they were at the start where i don't think they're just gonna like dominate the last half of the season but they're gonna be so good i think um but these teams are just and then 10 i got washington because again like chase said i think they should still be in there i dropped them off from last i think i'm at like five last time it slipped a little bit because i haven't been impressed with the goaltending honestly so that's why they slipped but they're still a wagon and ob's fucking yeah. ob <laughs> so that's fair um what do you guys got from jordan at 11 to 15 11 to 15 uh 11 i have vegas yeah. Like you said, they should be getting Eichel back. And, I mean, even without Eichel, Vegas is still a fucking wagon. Mm-hmm. Right. Mark um, Stone, baby. At 12. Yeah, like, I got, boys, I got Vegas at, like, five here. Oh, yeah, like, like, we have a Well, I, it's, it's sheerly because <laughs> in, reg- in the regular season, I think this the East is going to tear everyone apart. Like, everyone. At the tail end, because they're just—it's just so good. And like Vegas is. Yeah, no. Technically, Vegas has to really pick up their. Yeah, they need to be like insanely good to be in the top six, seven. So that's why I have them nine. The other thing that I'm thinking as well is like I don't know how I don't know if these top teams are gonna stick at types of winning percentages as they have right now because. I don't know, oh I yeah. A few well, years we're not back. getting these right. I looked a few years back, and like, uh, I'm not trying to. Think. Like, I just looked a few years back, and it seems like the points percentage is a lot lower with the top teams than it is right now. Like, the top mm-hmm. guys are just like crazy. Like, Colorado's almost hitting a point eight. It's a point seven seven. Uh, Carolina's at like point seven six two. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't think I saw anybody over seven five when I when I looked. Yeah. So. But I couldn't go back for very long, which was kind of weird. I don't know why. Obviously, they haven't had that stat in there for very long. But yeah, no. Yeah, I'm and just thinking it's... that maybe they'll drop down, and that's why Vegas will be able to pop up a little bit because they'll just know. they won't to have me, to there's... reach like a like a point eight points percentage. Yeah, to me though, <laughs> there's three closer. sections of the league, right? There's the bad part of the league, which is around twenty four ish. 25-ish down. Um, and then there's the t- top end of the league, which is about 12 up, 13 up. Like, mm-hmm. that's the difference. Like, there's – and then there's the middle who are just all good teams um, in the mix there. So, that's the issue is these Indeed. top teams are so, so good. These bottom teams are looking so, so bad at times. And the <laughs> yeah, average no teams no are going to continue to be average. <laughs> so, maybe a little bit better no here doubt. and there from another team. But, yeah. Sorry, uh, Jordan, you had Vegas eleven. Yeah, Vegas 11. I've got 12. the Capitals at 12. Ooh. Taking yeah, a little hometown drop-off I'm there. the harshest on the Caps here. I, I like surprised. that. Yeah, no, I get that, though. Because, look, I I'll, I put Pittsburgh last time at 15. I'm yeah. at 6 this time. 
Like, yeah, I don't know what I've been watching the so. caps over the last month or so, and, and they've not been good. So I guess yeah. that's why the recency bias. Yeah, it's definitely a, rec- a little bit of recency bias for sure, but that's okay. Yeah. I, you're, uh, th- that's our harshest critic is your is your own fans. And yeah, it should, exactly, as it should be. You know the most about it, and you expect a lot usually. Yep. Oh yeah, I, ask Chase. I text them a couple times when Pittsburgh's losing games or playing bad, and I'm just flipping out. Seeming like <laughs> yeah, the season is done, and it's not even that. Like I'm just disappointed because I expect more. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, it's your team, right? Yep. Yep. So anyway, sorry. Off of uh, Washington, there. What do you got at thirteen? Right. Thirteen. I've got the Ducks. Yeah. Cool. Oh, by the way, this range Damn. I struggled with. Yeah. This. Me after too. after range like 13, 14, I struggled. Um Yeah. It was like 13 to like 21 mm-hmm. were tough for me. Yeah, 13 uh, to 20 14, for me. I've got the predators. Yeah. Which I, I don't think disagree. A little high, but I'm gonna stick to my gun. That's okay. No, it's not it's not no. really crazy. No. I don't think it's I that think crazy either. Actually. Uh, at 15 I have Dallas. Interesting. I think that's a little high, actually. Um, I've been but... super impressed with that top line. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. right? Like, that top line is one, if not the best line right now, it's one of the top yeah. three. No, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 100%. And I think Robertson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That line's been fantastic. Um, for sure. And that Ben line has actually, like, it's Ben, Sagan, up. and Gurion, it's yeah, picked it's up a little bit. Like, it's not that they're consistent, like I've said before, but they're at least showing up, like, somewhat consistently you yeah. know as a second line that's at least consistent you know you don't actually have to show up every game but for sure i just have yeah i don't know i, um, I got him one spot lower you... than you do you said 15 uh jordan yeah part of me you said 15 for dallas yeah 15 yeah. for yeah. stars yeah okay yeah so no i got what... them at 16 so i'll squeeze okay. my uh 11 is where I'm starting here. Yep, 11 is 11. where I have Calgary. I got the Alberta yeah. Alberta boys hanging out together at 11 and 12. Um, yeah, Calgary, I think, is going to uh, make a little bit of a nice move to bolster their D a little bit, maybe squeeze a certain type of player in their forward group that is going to make sure this team gets into the playoffs. I really, really do. Yep. I don't think there's... Yep. There's a chance they're going to let this slip out of their hands, especially the way they're playing. Um, yeah, they know that this is a big opportunity for them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, like I said, Edmonton at 12. I think they'll get themselves out of this. Uh, 13. I got the Rangers moving up two spots for me. They've That's now crazy. You moved have up. up. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have them moving up plus three o- over time because I at the start of the year I had them at like fifteen or right. sixteen or something like that, just so outside of the playoffs. Fair enough. And now I have them at thirteen. I still am going with my random belief that they're gonna slide a little bit here. And- I've been waiting for Shosturkin to shit the bed, and it's just until that happens, it won't. Happen, yeah, I'm just right? assuming like, Shosturkin oh. will have one off month. That's like not. I know, and I've nine, been a nine thirty save percentage. It's very <laughs> fair. Oh, it's with Chris Kreider now. I <laughs> you better not fucking carry that. Oh my god! I hope Shosturkin wins like. Vesna oh, like, breaks shatters records now, just because Chase is like he's got a really shitty month. <laughs> oh, I hope we all just, just eat our words food. so bad this year. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordan already has admitted it. At least. And it's I hope be I, the worst take. <laughs> I hope it's the opposite way. I hope I eat my words and the Rangers somehow miss the playoffs. 
Because uh, then at least I was yeah. somewhat right at the start of the year. But yeah, there's Don't no think that's life. happening. There is no life after uh, this team that I have next. And 14 right behind the Rangers is Boston. Um, yeah, they're good. I had them very high, actually, at the start of the year. They've actually technically dropped eight spots from the start, which is kind of funny because they... Uh, Toronto is basically swapped with Toronto with me. So the fact that Toronto has done as well as they have, they've taken over my thought of what I thought Boston might be. But we all know that Boston just hasn't, nothing's truly clicked all year. No. And that's why they're in this position. And yeah, they need a little bit more punch is what they need. So I'm going to keep them just so getting in the playoffs on the east side, but still being part of that top, top scary eight. Uh, my 15 team is... The Nashville Predators, though. The Nashville nice. Predators getting there that first wild card spot. Uh, there's just, man, I want to take them out. They have a real tough schedule, but they have cap space, and I think they might make a move. I don't see them uh, and finding Soros, their way out. And Soros uh, is another goalie I do not see slowing down. Like, I, yeah, like not, not I enough to be... Soros. I don't see him slowing down enough Always. to where this team has a deficiency that can be super exploited. Like, yeah. I, it's not like they're gonna he's gonna concede more than three a night typically. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm totally cool with that for sure. Um, I agree. For me, at eleven, I got St. Louis. You guys mentioned they had to be in the top ten. I slipped them out barely, and yeah. I no, I mean they're right around there. Far, oh so. yeah, no, like you guys mentioned, they should be around. And that's why I, I, I struggled putting them 11, honestly. I really did. But I looked at all the other teams ahead. I'm like, they are. Yeah. I don't really think there's anyone there yeah, ahead yet. So I got Nashville at 12, though. So like you guys saying, oh, I think they're a little Ooh. early at like 13. I flip and switch big time on Nashville considering how I started the year with them. But like Duchesne's starting to score. And that's what they've needed. They needed one guy to start scoring with like Forsberg and stuff. And they started to, and I don't see it slowing down. I see it slowing down a little bit, but I think they're gonna get, like Chase said, they have cap space. I think they'll get scoring help. Their defense is amazing, and Roman Yossi's like so underrated half the time. Like I, 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 I know yeah, I, he's I, I, I go back and forth between like four guys being the best defenseman in the NHL, like Makar, Hedman, Yossi, because, and, and Fox. But like they are, <laughs> they're each just, week to me. It- to me, it just seems because, like, we have, like, actual guys in their prime. Like, Yossi and Hedman are in their prime. Like, they're at peak, peak yep. playing. Like, when you watch them, they do, they are the best defense because they're playing that. Like, they are they are playing as good as a person themselves can play. So, like, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's hard this, to pick between no, these guys or yeah. anything like that and say one guy's better because, and they're like, all in reality, they're playing the too. best they could be possibly playing. Like, they're also completely awesome. talent. Like, their skill sets so different mm-hmm. things all four yeah guys. exactly so, like yeah um by the way just breaking news this literally just came in jack eichel is set to return is returning to contact practice for the golden knights officially so it looks like he's coming back oh. in a week or two like soon <laughs> that's so insane. close to my olympic call man he almost yeah. would have played in the olympics i know hey would have been close um i still think he would have yeah, we probably take? wouldn't have risked but it. Probably, probably wouldn't have risked it. it. But sorry, I was at Nashville at twelve. Uh, yeah, I'm just so high on them. Calgary thirteen. I wanted to put them over at Nashville, but like I said, I just Calgary has. I see slumps coming, but not big enough where they're like out of a playoff spot or not playing good hockey. I just see moments where they're like, 
dogging it a little bit, right? Um, so I think that'll just be a 13. LA at 14. This one I'm looking at, I've been looking at this all morning and thinking, fuck, that's so high for LA. Um, that is. 14 but... is so high for yeah. LA. But I'll tell you my reasoning. And That's in the playoffs, man. Yeah, it is. And that's the crazy part they're in. Um, I have it because of Drew Doughty. And I have it because they were fantastic to start the season when Drew Doughty was in. He gets oh, injured. Yeah. They sucked. And I mean sucked, where they lost the majority of their games in that span. Drew Doughty came back, and they instantly flipped back to playing the way they are. They ha- Everyone has a reason to fight hard every night because they're fighting for a spot on the lineup. They have 17 forwards that can be in the NHL lineup right now. And mm-hmm. obviously you can only have 12 or 13. And defensively, they have about seven, seven or eight. So I'm just, I like their depth. I, I feel like they're just a sneaky team to have a good year. Quick is just a resurgence year. I think they're just going to blow people out of the water this last couple months for an unknown reason they're my wild card team basically to make a random jump um 15 yeah, i feel you yeah i just I and they can add my... too if they want if they want to add someone real with term they can do that yeah exactly so, that's why they are actually my highest non-playoff team because mm-hmm. yeah. i think that they Trust can me, make the biggest difference the team um, that misses for me i'm heartbroken about so don't get me wrong. I I'm actually very worried about uh, like the Pacific teams mm-hmm. in Calgary and Edmonton actually pulling this off because of what LA could possibly pull off. Like they yeah. have all the they teams have in the, the Dan Oak here. Dan yeah. O brought that fucking team yeah. to the Stanley Cup playoff or final. So and that's, that's another thing. That they happened. have the two best defensive centers arguably in the league. Like I know Bergeron and Barkov, but like still like the best tandem yeah. and Kopitar and. Yeah, and Dano, like, come on. Yeah, dude, um, like, Kopitar so, is actually so a Selkie nomination yeah. sort of guy. He's so, like so, that. he's been having a great Dano could get, if Dano could ever get that many points, he'd be, he'd always get this award. Yeah. Or that award. Always. Yeah, if he could honestly get, like, 60 points a year, he would win the Selkie every year. <laughs> 60, yeah, 70 points. I would think so. um, yeah. And 15, I got Boston, because they're just always, they're always there. They're, they're going to be the best last team in the east to make playoffs for sure yeah like so um mm-hmm. but yeah moving on uh to the last team the last or last playoff team i guess we're gonna be announcing here uh i'm intrigued to hear who you guys' last playoff team is but jordan go from 16 down to 20 and then after 20 do we just want to rifle the rest 12 I think the last the end of the should be pretty solid. Yeah. yeah so so we'll go fifteen to twenty and then after we'll go the rest of the league. So okay. uh Jordan, you go fifteen or sixteen, sorry. What is your sixteen yeah. team? So sixteen I have the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Yeah. Um, nice. Just squeezing in there. Yeah, it was Damn, definitely hey. a battle between them and my seventeenth pick, which is Boston. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm still teetering between the two, but I'm gonna stick with the Oilers. Well, Boston would have to get in based on East. Say that again. There's not enough teams in the East, I think, right? Boston naturally has to get in with how many teams are in the East. I think. Do you have eight and teams in the trouble. East? Because <laughs> they have to get in. Is what I'm saying. Because like they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah, I mean, still, it's just a power ranking, so Boston could definitely make it over them. 
Well, they no, uh, I'm saying they do because you can't have oh, nine Western teams and seven Eastern teams, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, would yeah. be the eighth Eastern, and we okay. have the playoff matchups to talk yeah. after. So, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah. All right, well, I'll swap that then. I'll say Bruins at sixteen. Well, it doesn't matter where they are statistically. It, it just it, means, yeah, based on position. conference, just based on conference, they he they be it's a playoff position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not too big of a deal. Bruins at sixteen, Oilers at seventeen. Um, then I've got the Kings at eighteen. Yeah, I've really liked the Kings, especially since Doughty has come back from that injury. That was really where they were struggling was mm-hmm. when they were missing Doughty. Yeah, exactly. Um, at nineteen, I've got the Knucks. Obviously, since Bruce has come in, they've been yeah. a whole different team. Yeah. Um, and at 20, I have San Jose. I, I definitely would have pegged them lower, but I've been impressed with uh, yeah. Carlson before his injury. And then... Yeah, true. Shame that he's out for the rest of the year. So. I would like to see that team do good. Yeah, I just I don't yeah. see the goal. Not that I have a healthy version of not, that team. Not confident like in that goaltending, see... honestly. That's my only reasoning. No. Um. But yeah, Chase, what do you got for us from uh, 16, your last playoff spot, to 20? Okay, well, 16, I've got my boys, Robocop, Pavelski, and Hintz, the old Dallas superstars. Um, Team I was super high on at the start of the year. Uh, They've dropped 11 spots (laughs) Uh, since my first rankings. I had them real high. Uh, And... Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull this off. I think they're gonna be able to make uh make some moves here. I think they have uh, the ability to kind of twist the team up a little bit and still come out of it pretty good. Uh, but I am still worried about that. They're they're 16 for a reason, mm-hmm. and that is because uh, of what I kind of said about LA. I think it's LA could come out of the deadline much stronger than the yeah. Dallas Stars could, and Absolutely. possibly squeeze them out. Um, so yeah, that's my next team is the LA Kings at seventeen, the last last sitting there on the outside, nipping at the heels of the stars and the Nashville Predators. Um what do we got? I think I have them up yeah, quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um up six spots from the start of my ranking, my first rankings, but up ten this ranking. So obviously last time they were in that low with no doughty. And stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's good. I don't know. It looks good. Like the whole sure. trade deadline and everything. There's, I think there's no way they're not going to be in the conversation. Uh, next, I have is the Winnipeg Jets. Sound the alarms. Oh my God. Yeah. No, trust they me. Ha- I, I now you have, have to sound the alarm for mine for a couple of teams. So. Oh, buddy. I'm. I'm so sad. I'm so sorry. I feel so dumb, but I also don't feel so dumb because I now have them out of a playoff spot. And I, th- this is what I was getting at earlier. This is a team that has completely disappointed me and just mm-hmm. destroyed me. But it's it's the Paul Maurice effect, man. I think it, yeah. I think that's truly what it was. Like, he how do you even get over that? Coach. Like, that like he was coach. there and he walks away and it didn't help. And it's just been nothing but nothing good and nothing no. consistent and it's scaring me it's and, always been um, nothing consistent as is the issue like the underlying issue is the same thing but they don't have a, yeah, as good of a coach playoffs. yeah that's what i'm saying they don't have as good that's of a coach to get through the inconsistencies now. Mm-hmm. like that's that's yeah, what makes that's... winnipeg like such a frustrating team 
they have all yeah. the talent. They had the right coach. They had the right goalie. They had everything they needed except for More what's between their ears. And, yeah. like, yeah. they just don't have the mental strength, like the least. It was, yeah, not a year for Hellebuck to have a bad year. Yeah, um, Which he's, to his standards, he is having a bad year. But, yeah, man, like, I've dropped him 16 spots since my original rankings. Like, that's so bad. I had him yep. so high. Like, holy shit, dude. Um, Dropped him 12 spots. I still believed him halfway or 25 games in. Man, I feel so bad, and I'm yep. so sad for this team. Like that, that Me shook too. the world. That shook their world, and they're not, they're not, they're not shaking that off. It no, is, but I think they can still. I think they'll make adjustments. I don't think they'll just straight sell super hard. They may trade a cop or a Stasny and maybe move on from a D-man or something, but I don't think it's New anything cap, that's going to like destroy them or anything like that. They're going to want to get somebody back or something. I think they'll still be a good team and. I, I want think them maybe to it'll pick be a new captain. With less pressure. Yeah. Playing with a little bit less pressure, maybe they fucking uh, loosen up a little bit and just play some hockey near the end. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty crazy. New captain, no doubt. Um, I would very much like to replace Blake Wheeler. Wheeler I, I'm not a fan of Blake Wheeler captain anymore. I really am not. Um, the game I was is looking at it. changing. He like I, I, I get it. He would have been a great leader for if the game was still in the 2000s, but we're not. Um, yeah. I think we need more. They need a more modern leader. Who I was is... looking at their setup here, and honestly, it's I think you take like a little retool, rebuild year next year, make some moves at this deadline, sell some guys, and sell some, some D-man and maybe and pick up some other D-man. Sell Dylan if you can at the deadline. Maybe yeah, Schmidt Dylan, if someone DeMello will take or someone. Schmidt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then rebuild that defense again. Like honestly, that's what they're gonna do for years until they figure it out. That's why they suck. Yeah. One of the reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Honestly, so. um, as crazy as it sounds, I wonder if you do something big, shake up trade like a Morrissey or, or a Pionk, one of the two. Yeah. Like yeah. I know that's crazy to say, but like that's your defense. You need change. Look your defense with how it plays. It's been a couple of years of this. I think you need a face, a new face of it. If I'm being honest, I love Josh Morrissey. I really, yeah, yeah. I really, really like Josh Morrissey. Yeah, like um, I said about yeah. them getting Chikrin, like they they yep. need to get somebody. They probably yep. need to push for something. So I, I, yeah. Uh, the more and but, more we're looking at, I think Chikrin is a must. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so they're like I said, you're gonna trade some guys away honestly take your time for a year yeah. and see what's out there and see what you can pick up and who's free agent and what you can actually pick up get. as many take draft picks he can at the deadline for players you know yeah. you don't want to keep around and then trade the yeah. arizona for chick right yeah like you gotta understand like this is a pretty decent position it's nice being able to acquire uh draft picks and kind yeah. of retool quick because you have a Good you have team. a draft coming up right away, and then you just have your sort of off year where you're rebuilding, trying yeah. to get things back together, just and you have a whole chemistry. other draft. You just try and find chem- agencies. Yeah. You got two drafts to deal with. That's that's a lot of stuff that can happen and change sure. your direction. So sorry to jump on the Jets so much, but that's 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 kills no, me. No, I, I get to, it. Like I, get like I have them as a Stanley Cup team, and this is just this just dropped. Like it just every step of the way, it went yep. two steps back and. I just feel so bad for these guys, and I'm sad to give up on them because I didn't, I didn't want to honestly, but I agree. But... Had to, um, probably should have 
put a little bit more weight on the Ducks and put the Ducks over, but I did put the Ducks at 19. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons, they're kind of the same situation as the Kings. Um, they could make a quick move that could really turn this team around. I just see this I big see move being less it. likely. Yeah, I don't the see them making That's why. a move. Yeah, I, I don't see them really making. They can wait. They I don't see need them to. maybe selling. I'm. I keep hearing Josh Manson's yeah, exactly. name, and I don't understand it because oh, they dude. love Josh Manson, and I. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm very confused. He is their captain to me. I love. Yeah, him there. I, yeah. I hear he is like their captain to them. Um, and he's like, mean, yeah, right-handed, two-way. Like I he's perfect. His, uh, his modified no trade or whatever. One of the trade teams is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like yeah. he doesn't want to, doesn't oh, even really? want to go home to I'm the sure Maple that's Leafs. Not too uncommon, you know. I'm sure there's a it's... lot of people that just really don't want to deal with that kind of a market. I, I yeah, absolutely. Um, it's... absolutely. It's just weird that like we've yeah. been talking and not even us. I guess it's just more. I've heard rumors about him yeah, going all, to the Leafs. Like the people time. are creating rumors. The insiders so, like... are doing it. No, it's the insiders. Yeah. They're like, how come they're not doing this? It makes sense. It's like it doesn't when Anaheim wants Manson. They're and their answer to that every time is, oh well, they need to make tough decisions. Not on the right. Their right side yeah, will be yeah. him and Drysdale for the next five years. Like, yeah, Shattenkirk exactly. is... How old is Shattenkirk? 33? 34? He's, yeah, he's past his 30s, so, like... He's, he's, not, yeah, he's not a guy a, that's relevant to talk dude. about the future. So, I don't understand where they come from. Where are you getting this magical defensive right-hand defenseman that isn't Josh Manson? Yeah. yeah and and no prospects the... on the right side other than... Um, yeah, and in all reality, like, like, with Lindholm getting traded like what's the or fowler like what's the, really the point like yeah what are, are your other defense you ready to play right now no. like i i see you guys this playing war. this random brendan what's that guy Giroux or something like yeah. that or benoit. benoit benoit like he's not a he's not a, like an amazing prospect or something like that like no you know i don't know he's not yeah. like he's just a guy there like and I, know, that's, I know they that's have other issue. guys like they're or something like yeah, that but, like, and, uh, Mahara these guys are, like, and such but yeah, yeah. Like, these guys aren't actually ready. Mahar is probably the closest one. And, and he's, he's a right-handed a guy to take over, like, probably. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk. Like, <laughs> exactly. So, there's no reason to make moves on their defense no, in all no, reality. Unless you're planning on getting somebody else back. which like they, well, then All they have to do point. is pay Lindholm and pay Manson. So, yeah, as long as Lindholm doesn't want a ridiculous yeah, amount of money, yeah, which he hasn't true. been able to clamor or do anything to like ask for. Really and if it more. seems like he does, and if it seems like he's you're not gonna get it, then you do trade him at the deadline and use that asset mm-hmm. to make another move or sign a D man, I think. Um yeah, yeah. you're not in a position where if you miss the playoffs because of a Lindholm trade, it's not like it's the end of the world because you weren't expected to be there. Um but no, for sure. Uh long but long, my that my was last, your uh, twenty one team. More. I- 20 team is the Islanders. I know I'm yeah. going to be wrong about that one, but Fair I have enough. them up there because I do think they should have a better second half, and I'm not sure if they're giving up yet. And Fair honestly, enough. this team's got enough forwards that if they trade a Bailey or somebody, like, how's it not going to be that much worse? Like, yeah, for I sure. Know. I think they'll find their way. The East isn't too scary, and I don't know. I, like I said, I feel like I'm going to be so wrong about that 20. Like, no, for sure. They might. They, they could really fall off the cliff, like the, yeah, <laughs> losing against Seattle, not teams. scoring goals. Like this is yeah, that's bad. It, it is getting worrisome. Like there, there was some hope there, but yeah. that hope's fading. Like, like right now, like, if there's like the next several games to ten games, like I could be completely giving up on this yeah, team and like sure. dropping them down to like top, top, bottom ten instead of 
somewhere around inching back to a somewhat con- playoff conversation. Funny you but... say that because I have them bottom ten. Um, yeah, no doubt. Anyways, uh, moving on to mine. I got at number 16, I got the Edmonton Oilers. I think they're just going to make it in. Um, McDavid will somehow figure it out. I got Anaheim at 17. This one heartbroke me. Like, I really want to put Anaheim in because I love this team. I love how they play. Like I said many times, they're like a younger version of Pittsburgh. So it's just exciting for me to watch the same brand of hockey. It's just a different uniform, right? Um mm. I, but yeah, I love this team, but they got some big decisions to make. I just, I don't know. I, I LA, for whatever reason, I was like, they just got maybe a little more of that opportunity well, to take a higher spot. They have, the, yeah, like they can actually like make a beefy move. The team wants to make a beefy right. move. That's like the really, diff- they're really in a better playoff position something. than Anaheim is basically like, where we're at. They're a year ahead of Anaheim in yeah. the schedule, which they should because they... Like Getzlaff can like Getzlaff can say whatever he wants about going for a cup and wanting. Oh, to they're gonna try year, to make playoffs. Like, they're gonna dude, try and make if, playoffs and try and on, win. But yeah, but if Anze Kopitar and Drew Doughty, who are playing like still at like the top of their game, are asking for that, you will do it for those guys. Yeah, yeah. you know so, that's kind of. No, so, I, like, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they have every more reason and also the prospects and stuff to just quickly and easily do something that doesn't yes. impact the team. Yeah, just, exactly. They have so many LA has so many prospects, defense, so you know? many forwards that can jump in now, so many defense that can jump in now. Like as long as Quick can hold up or Peterson can step up a bit, then I'm sold yeah. on LA. And that's I, the other thing, hey, two goalies, like Two they're gonna goalies, make the playoffs yeah. probably based off of the fact that they're playing Hopefully. two goalies instead of yeah. like relying on as one. As long guy as or Peterson something. steps up a little bit more, absolutely. Um, but at, anyways, moving on. Eighteen. I got Dallas Stars. I get you, Jordan. Funny enough, you gave the exact reason I have him at eighteen. That one line. Um, yeah. That's not enough for me. And this team is so underwhelming and so disappointing. And this is my Winnipeg, honestly. At times, like. I, I really like the makeup of this Dallas team. I love Tyler Sagan. He's been one of my favorite players for since he's been in the league, frankly. He's been so fun to watch. It's just they're I don't like their coach, honestly. I really don't like bonus. I at this point, I think what he's done this year for this team is terrible for the team. <laughs> I think he's the worst coach they've had for this year. Like it's just I, I understand what he's done previous and done well. I just I'm done with him. After missing playoffs last year, even with an injured team, and still can't get the best out of some of these guys, I'm done out of bonus. Um, and then 19, I got Winnipeg. Again, such a disappointment. 20, Winnipeg, or 20, I've got Vancouver. Just the Bruce Boudreau. They're a different team right now, and I think they might make a little push. Nice. nice, but, nice. Yeah. yeah, I got the Vancouver at 21. Yeah, I thought they'll, I think they'll kind of pull up a little bit. Hopefully, well, they get to twenty and the Islanders drop a little. Well, bit. Well, while, while you listed twenty-one, but, you know, just keep going twenty-two to twenty-two. Yeah, sure. quick. This one was quick about Vancouver, just because like um, like yeah. the direction they go with, they're gonna might be trading a Garland or something like that. I'm just interested to see how they end up. Uh, taking another change and how they yeah. play after that, but yeah, anyways, that's why uh, I didn't have them as high for sure because of that yeah. potential trade. Yeah, exactly. Like they could be from twenty to all of a sudden twenty six or twenty five. Yeah, like they, I sure. feel like they could really drop. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's Demko. 
I got my boys, the Red Wings, at 22. I think we'll keep up a decent year. Mm-hmm. 23, the old Blue Jackets. Um, same, yeah, Blue Jackets and Devils I got in the same spot as last time. Nice. Haven't moved the Devils all year, keeping them at 24. <laughs> um, 25, I got the Ottawa Senators, boys. Nice. Because I've got them pu- pumping up a little bit because I think they're going to have Funny. a little bit better. Spoiler alert. Year. Uh, I just copied you. <laughs> I had the exact same nice. spot. Ottawa 25. I think they're having a great end of the year. Um, nice, sorry, nice. Go on 26. Um, Buffalo, another one that I think is going to pop a squiz not a little bit here. I see nothing but positivity all year. I've talked about it if you've been listening to the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah I just see positive things. And I, I do too. Think I think 26 that is actually not bad. I can't believe um, Buffalo in the span of like six months went from like the most hated team in the NHL to like yeah. one of the most enjoyable teams. <laughs> yeah. And I guess a good point that I want to bring up about Ottawa and Buffalo is the fact that these are two teams. Like, what are you trading away at the deadline? You don't even have anything to yeah, trade away. Yeah, they don't have like, much trade away. Maybe a Chris Tierney. Maybe. Yeah, like a Chris Tierney and Colin Miller. Miller is basically and, yeah. what we're talking about here. And that's so. not going to destroy these teams. So no. I oh, think God, they'll no. get better. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. They actually might get better after a trade like that. Yeah, um, Chicago, I have at 27. Finally dropped them because I kept them at 19 last time. Yeah. So they've dropped like eight spots or something like that this time yeah. for me uh, as I've finally given up as yeah. like they're seemingly – it sounds like they're going to be making some moves. That, this, mm-hmm. that might be another team that does better by just moving well, on from yeah. a Kubelik. And shit like that, we'll, you know. Like, yeah, oh, you're not doing we'll, we'll talk about right Chicago now, next. Next pod, we'll talk about um, Chicago because I have a lot sorry. of stuff to bring up, so I can bring up the on ice no, stuff no. with them too. So, no, no, we'll, we'll uh, go in depth. San, sorry, uh, San Jose at 28, 29, Philadelphia. I got them dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, 30, Seattle. I yeah. finally have given up on my Seattle. Yeah. Crack if you're listening to the podcast, like, at like. What, the beginning a week or two of the after, season. <laughs> a week or two after the 25 game one, the last time we did this, yeah. I was like definitely hung hung up the old jersey uh, a couple weeks after. But yeah, no, I've been I've been believing in this team, and that's straight up all it was was me believing in this team, believing they were going to change, believing the things. Wow, well, they had to have one person circle. believing in them. <laughs> Yeah, so somewhat circle to what Vegas did. Like, go out there and just play that gritty. Just it's yeah. a simple game if you really take it down to basics. They did absolutely nothing that I said. Um, <laughs> they didn't change a fucking thing all year. No. Um, they don't plan to change a thing. Like no. I even said a couple of episodes ago. Like they just they're even talking in their interviews the same. They're not even saying they're not even pretending they're shitty. Um, it's. They're just they're just blowing it off like yeah it's still gonna have to bring a better effort <laughs> like what do you you guys are just lying to yourself this whole year so I'm just obviously fire sale there um, yeah. Ron Francis is smart enough to do that uh, so they're gonna get a top three chance at a pick uh, yep. that's Zona not in last and Montreal in last yeah because Zona's cooler than Montreal and Montreal <laughs> will 100 percent just I'll be all about this. Uh, Zona fail. have a legit goalie. Yeah, Zona yeah. have this legit goalie, and Zona can't fail if they tried. <laughs> yeah, and Zona's like clearly, team, kind of, uh, like like so, like Ottawa and Buffalo. Like, how many pieces can you trade? Yeah. And like the pieces are 
not insanely impactful guys. No. Like, yeah, Kessel is definitely Johan Larson, Kessel. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Montreal sure. could do a bigger fire sale because they have yep. actual pieces Tifoli. and actual players, so they could really just Tifoli, not be a Petrie, team. You know? Anderson, Dvorak, if they really wanted to. Like, yeah, there's tons of names out there. Um, Lekkinen. Nope. Uh, what do you got for us, though, Jordan, for your final 20, 21 to 32? All right, 21 to 32. Here we go. I've got 21. I've got the Islanders. Yep. 22, the Jets. Yeah. 23, the Red yeah, Wings. Yeah, the Jets low. That's interesting. Yeah, I agree. But... The depth low. Yeah. Uh, 24, the Devils. Sorry, who was 23 again? The Wings. Wings? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought that was. Uh, 24, the Devils. Yeah. Nice. All the over Devils. That. I'm all about that 24 all year with the Devils. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope they. I hope I call that somehow. That'd, That'd be, be so funny. <laughs> take, if you had to call one, one thing right, <laughs> oh, Pierre Engvall shitty. No. Chris Kreider shitty. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking New, Jer- Devils New Jersey Devils 24. <laughs> uh, 25, I have Columbus. Yeah. 26, Chicago. 27 i have buffalo yeah nice. 28 seattle yeah, 29 ottawa interesting you're not as high in ottawa no 30 uh, philly 31 arizona 30 i Seattle. love the number 30 pick <laughs> that is hilarious that you got philly at the bottom three I get yeah, it I got too. Philly bottom three. No, I get it. I completely, yeah. completely I, get I, it. I wanted to, but I couldn't put them down. I couldn't quite the put them. I was I trust, I yeah. Them. I wanted to, but I couldn't quite either. Uh, for me, at twenty-one, I got San Jose. I think they're just going to be decent all year, but like their goaltending, I'll let them down. I got Detroit at twenty-two. I think they're just going to be 500 for the rest of the year pretty much yep, which is um, a lot better than they expected right? yeah exactly uh number 23 i got new york islanders i think they'll do better but not enough to be better than the wings basically um 24 i got the jackets because they're just shitty two games really good for a game shitty two games really good for a game so it'll continue i presume 25 obviously i said ottawa i think they're gonna have a late resurgence 26 i got the devils um they're just really struggling right now. I don't know what's going on there. 27. Yeah, yeah it's really in- interesting how Devil's been playing. Uh, 27, I got the Buffalo Sabres. Like Chase said, they're actually a hockey team and exciting. 28, we got the shitty Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, got nothing but bad things to say about them there. Uh, 29, we got the Philadelphia Flyers. Again, like Chase said, it's couldn't quite squeeze them in my bottom. Nobody can quite lose like Philly this year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> At least not as consistently. But somehow Seattle, Arizona, and Montreal are below them. So yeah, exactly. they're going to stay below them for me. I got Seattle 30, Arizona 31, Montreal 32. Like Chase said, Arizona, for me, I put Arizona 31 for two reasons. One, Montreal is just like somehow so bad. Um, two, I like I just mentioned, I think it's so funny that Arizona can't even lose right. <laughs> yeah. They can't even, like, tank, which is hilarious because they've never won. A, have they ever had a first overall pick? I don't think I'm, they have. No idea. How actually. is that possible? <laughs> when? Um, how many times have they made playoffs, probably? Can you count? Like, five? <laughs> Three? <laughs> Two? I can count once yeah. for sure where they went on a legit run, and yeah. that's it. 
maybe two or three times I'd count them in the playoffs. So, like, yeah, I don't know how they have yeah. never gotten it. Yeah, game. my big reason for uh, Montreal to get that, I guess, the chances at the number one spot is I think they fully want to do this. And yeah. Shane Wright is exactly the Saku Koivu Patrice yes. Bergeron that town wants. And yes thinks can be the group yeah if there's anybody who can just hype over hype this guy for the rest of his career it's, it's the, yeah exactly <laughs> and they'll just love the fact that he's no what though and they just get, embrace the fuck out of him so that's why I, I feel like they're gonna I just trust 100% the future with, go for this like yeah. we're getting at least the top chances at this guy <laughs> no absolutely because if you can get a chance of getting shane right that suzuki is your one two center for the next 10 years you do it Oh yeah, like I'm not saying it's gonna work out terribly or anything. No, but, no. Like, if there's somebody who, like this team and this franchise, the fans, they're they're all out for sure. I'll, I'll take Shane Wright. I want Shane Wright. Everybody's all like, yeah, everyone's like that for sure. Yeah, got that, got that no, sweet burger on yeah. taste in their mouth. No, I get it. Little... for sure. Um, but yeah, that's our power rankings for it. Uh, did you guys want to get into what the playoffs would look up look like if you guys? If you yeah, like yeah. Cool. Chase, why don't you kick us off then? What do you got in the East? What I got in the East? Well, I got the beautiful, beautiful matchup of Pittsburgh and Washington. Sticking nice. with it. Sticking love to that. it. Never, ever going away from it, boys. Um, nice. Same thing, I think. Is, I think my East is my East. Yeah, it is the exact same as I had last time. <laughs> Uh, Carolina playing Boston. Yeah. That'll be a good matchup. And then the Florida Panthers playing the Rangers. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. I am wrong. Florida yeah, Florida Florida Boston. Boston. I, I dropped Boston. I dropped Boston yeah. um, below the Rangers. I gave the Rangers a little bit of a tooth there. So, weirdly enough, we'll have the divisions playing each other. Carolina will play the Rangers. Nice. Florida will play Boston. And then the Tampa-Toronto. Washington yeah. and Pittsburgh. So, nice. god damn, that's gonna be that'd be sweet. That would be Pretty sweet. But that the- that legit that legit East. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, like every uh, series cool. is gonna be fun. Every series in the East will be entertaining. Um, yeah. Uh-oh. As long as as long as the few teams that show up that need show up do, and that's pretty much Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh, and Toronto, and New York. I guess mm-hmm. maybe New York could throw in that mix, but like. Yeah. No, it'll be really, really good in the East. What about in the West? What does your West look like, Chase? Well, West looks uh, pretty interesting. Um, I'll start with probably the least interesting one would be Colorado and Dallas because Colorado will just eat Dallas up uh, quite easily. Yeah. Um, I, I do like Dallas, but they're going to have to make like uh, quite quite the trade to be able to pull sure. something off to actually upset. Um, I don't see them being an upset team, that's for nope. sure. Uh, happy to be there. Um, Vegas playing Nashville, so nice. that, that'll be that would be a good series. Mm-hmm. Um, really hope that actually happens. That'd be so sick. Uh, and I'm sticking with my Alberta matchup, Calgary. Nice Edmonton. battle of Alberta. Love it. Battle, battle. That's of what Alberta. everyone wants. That's what everyone yeah, that's wants. Fun. And then the other, and then the American battle of Alberta, in a sense, Minnesota and St. Louis, the old Central. Oh yeah teams they're, they're decent rivals so that'd, nice, that'd be nice. a good good matchup great all right jordan do you want to quickly give yours and then i'll give mine then we'll i close have no idea pod. how to tell mine so okay to okay um 
then we'll just it's so your number one seed would play the last seed basically uh in the east okay so who is let's let's do it this way we're gonna go in the east we're gonna do the metro so who is your second and third place in the metro so your first was carolina so who was your next two metro teams uh pittsburgh and the rangers so that would be one matchup and then it was tampa toronto in the other matchup because you had florida above them all right Uh who was your last place team in the east and first place team in the east boston and florida boston and florida washington i think yeah was washington was last yeah i thought bruins were further back yeah bruins Bruins at 15 stars at 15 14 are the preds yeah, so it because it's the East, it would be Boston. So it'd be Boston versus Florida, and then it would be Carolina versus Washington. That's mm-hmm. that's your East well, uh, West. Yeah, yeah. Who's your Pittsburgh against the Rangers would yeah. be pretty crazy. Yeah, that sounds kind of uh, a fun series. Your number one team in the Central was Colorado. So yeah. who is your last team? And right, well, actually, let's go with the who is your two t- two teams in the Central after after the Abs? Yeah. Uh, the wild so the wild would play as the blues or the blues yeah there? yeah it'd be the blues. yeah, yeah. Wild, so wild, blues. wild blues and then the two teams pacific do you have calgary edmonton as your second and third yes i think yeah. so so that'd be battle of alberta and then colorado would play your last place team in the uh Probably in the west Vegas, i think well, Vegas would be first in the Pacific, so oh, they'd yeah, play yeah. second last. So it's uh, – do you have Nashville in a playoff spot or no? Yeah, yeah, they're 14. Okay, then it would be Nashville and – do you have Dallas in a playoff spot? Yeah. Okay, it would be Nashville and Dallas. I think Nashville would play Vegas and Dallas would play Colorado. Same as Hell Jordan. Yeah. So there's your matchups. Um, oh you guys can figure that shit oh, out. I was, that was so hard to do without looking at your list, though. <laughs> like, I'm just like – I was very impressed. My brain was working so hard there. Um but yeah, no, I'm super I got... excited. Like, if a Minnesota St. Louis matchup, like, yeah. do you have that matchup? I do have that Wild? matchup. Yeah, I'll quickly Man, go through mine fun. and that we'll, intense. yeah, I'll go through the West. So, I got St. Louis, Minnesota. That would be intense. I got Calgary and LA. That would be pretty intense. Uh, Sutter versus old team. Mm-hmm. That would be so no fun. Doubt. Vegas cool. versus Nashville. Love that. That would be yeah. so low scoring, actually. And this would be so high scoring. Colorado, Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be, be insane series, series. It, every game would probably be 10 goals in the game eight goals in the game at least <laughs> minimum yeah definitely Between six, the that's two. fucking for sure yeah. right? like wow honestly be, i'm willing to put be. money that every game would have seven or more goals in <laughs> between the two teams um and then east i've got uh, carolina boston i've got florida washington pittsburgh new york and tampa toronto so pretty well the same in the east yeah, Pittsburgh, good. New York, hey? Yeah, I like that. That, that would be an interesting would, series. If I'm being honest, I'm looking at all these teams in the East and Pittsburgh, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is going to yeah, be fun buddy. no matter who we play. I don't care yeah, who man, you are in the East. This their, sucks. <laughs> everybody built their teams in the Metro to beat you. So, yep. like, that's, that's, that's what oh. they've been trying to do. And, yeah, no, it's well, and now Tampa, and now the Atlantic's building teams to beat Tampa. So, like, doesn't matter what division you're in, you're fucked. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, hey. Yeah, no. It's yeah, it's, worried about Pittsburgh and their chances. Like they're they're got tough aspirations. Yeah. This is not looking not looking good. Toronto looks a lot better. Um, so that's not that's just not good. You don't want anybody else to get know better. what? If we play <laughs> you know? Toronto, I, like, I if I'm gonna list the three teams that I would rather play in the East, and this is gonna insult a lot of people, and we do need to close out the podcast because we're already like thirty minutes past, but that's okay. Uh, third team I'd want to play the most, probably the team I have matched up the Rangers, just because of their defensive struggle can be second. I would want Washington because we've always yeah. had a great record against Washington. And last, yeah, yeah, no, honestly, no, Toronto. Right. The first team I'd want to probably play is Toronto. One, they can't get past first round. And we just, our system against Toronto is so, so good. It fits and beats them every time mm-hmm. almost. So I'm actually very comfortable against Toronto, surprisingly. Yeah. They're definitely you shut down Matthews and Marner and they can't score, so... The good thing about the East is that all these teams are good enough that they're going to create themselves into, like, the Cup yeah. winner is most likely going to come from the East because you have three it's matchups a hard that match are going to be three wildly times in intense, you know? Definitely yeah. two, you know, for surely two with Tampa from the start to the end. I can see every game I going love, seven in the East. Yeah, like, literally, any one, which matchup I can see going seven. Because yeah, one thing that I always say is like you always have a tough matchup off the start. Like you don't just win the cup from getting through no. the first it's round easy or something buys, like that. Right? It never, it never seems to be that way. You always got to have like Face a super hard matchup off the start. Yeah. What and do they I say in World with, Junior uh, tournaments constantly? The team that usually wins is the team that faces the most adversity, adversity and wins. Yeah. Right? And like uh, I. I just see that so much in the Metro. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to... Carolina. Like, Boston can make moves. Though. Boston could make moves. Like, what, say they got Chickering. Like, that means that... I think that could change things. Change and maybe they get, like, bit. a different scent. And all of a sudden, we have four first-round matchups in the Metro... Or in the East that are actually going to be so hard. And can, like, you know, create the pressure of the Stanley Cup winning yep. team. So, I'm kind of circling the East this year for a Stanley Cup win. But... When it comes to the West, I really look at that Minnesota St. Louis like matchup, the last and I years. love the fact that Minnesota and St. Louis, yeah. like that's that's a good starting matchup. Those yeah. two teams, I I have a real good feeling. And know what's crazy? Those are both West, teams that are say, like never seem to make a run. I know St. Louis won in twenty eighteen, but like before that, they were notorious for like always failing oh, yeah, early I've, first round, yeah, second yeah. round. Oh, I know. In Minnesota, I know. so that's what I makes it a lot of. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've done yeah. Uh, we've done several uh, hockey playoff drafts and uh, ate that bullet several yeah. times. Oh yes. uh, yeah, like that. Like I'm bringing that up because I'm a little worried about uh, Colorado playing like a Dallas. Like you almost want it to be like a super hot LA team yeah. coming in, or like an Anaheim or something like that. Edmonton or. Or yeah. I don't know about Edmonton because that's I just would a rather, different series, I, right? Like Edmonton, unless they get like a yeah, but you a can settle score. down game and a defensive. Yeah, Dif- but you need a hard matchup. Like you want to play super hard games off the start and no, I get really that. get pushed, not just play a shooting a shooting affair. And that's what I'd be worried about Colorado and Edmonton, but like or them playing Dallas like I think they'll just beat them up and that's yeah. not what you need you don't want to beat up the other team the whole series because then it's it's like I said you don't want that pass in the first round like you want to be challenged because that always makes you <clears throat> uh, way better way better yep. and a better chance so though I should say that about Vegas and well, Nashville because yeah. they're 
that'll be a matchup that could really series, force yeah. a Stanley Cup winning team too. Because yeah, man, yeah, good matchups. But good yeah, matchups. definitely not worried about this playoffs. We're not even through. close to playoffs, <laughs> and I'm so pumped. Like it's so exciting. Any which way you put it, it's gonna be a fun playoffs. Mm-hmm. So uh we'll just have to wait and reevaluate after the deadline which is probably when we'll do our next power ranking after the deadline then one at the final season um but yeah anyways guys that's been the couch on ice podcast go follow us on social medias on twitter instagram and youtube at the couch on ice and that's all i got we'll see you guys next podcast bye guys peace